here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Alright everyone, welcome to this edition of the New Japan PuroCast, your weekly audio source for all things in the world of New Japan Pro Wrestling. My name is Colin Miller, being joined alongside Damon McDonald. And Damon, we have got a lot to talk about here today. We just wrapped up this 11-1 show at Corken Hall. Of course, the semifinals of the Super Junior Tag Tournament. We've got to do our Power Struggle preview for next week. Again, that is happening November 7th, Saturday. But before we get into that, Damon, how was your Halloween? Oh, I'm glad that you asked. That's very nice of you. Um... You know what? I'm a Halloween kind of guy. I like I like uh, Halloween. I like the kids coming to the house and checking out the costumes. And uh, you know, I, I dig Halloween. We usually do a, a Halloween party every year, but this year, our usual source for the Halloween party uh, decided it was a, a no go, and uh, so it was just chill. You know, just kind of do what you got to do. I had to work last night, though. I had to do. Um, for those of you not in the area of Philadelphia or in the United States, for that matter, um, there's a pretty decent college football game um, in Philadelphia that I had to go cover. So, and that was a late night, and that 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 fucking game didn't even start until eight and eight at night. And then, really, my work begins when it ends, so I'm I got to get player interviews and all that stuff. So. I didn't get out of there till late, and then I got here. Like my, it's ab, it's absolute chaos. My life right now, Colin. It's an absolute blur. I don't know. Uh, I need a personal assistant. I'm hiring a personal assistant. I think. I think that's what I'm going to have to do. I need a clone to go in <laughs> and do all of the things that I don't want to do. That's what I need. You know what I would really want, and this would shave off a lot of time. And 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 I'm not the, the pillar of fashion by any stretch of the imagination, but I could put together now. You're not. Ah, right, well, listen, I I got my own style. I'll say that, but that that might not jive with everyone else. But uh, yeah, you know, I I got my I got my thing. I do. So um, but but what I would really like to see, and and I'm waiting for this because we put a man on the moon. Wait, I don't understand why we did can't we do this. though. Did we? Or did <laughs> Stanley point. Kubrick film that in a studio good, in Los good, Angeles somewhere? Good, good point, Colin. I, li- I like your conspiracy theories. I like this. Um, is You know how, like, on the Jetsons, so in the beginning montage, and it's all the music, and Jane, his wife, and all that shit. Yes. Uh, and he goes through on this conveyor belt, and he gets a power washing and drying 
and clothes come off. That's what I want. Like, I just want to step on a conveyor belt and kind of just go through, have be, be groomed, and then uh, be clothed, and then out the door I go. And then someone shove it like an egg sandwich in my mouth. I, I would be thrilled with that. That would be uh, – I, I don't understand why this hasn't happened yet. Do you know what my favorite aspect of the Jetsons was? No. And this okay. is another time-saving thing. Yep. I seem to remember that they had, like, meal capsules. So, yeah. like, f- f- for instance, in the morning when George would have his breakfast, he would have, like, bacon and eggs, but it would be in the form of a capsule. Yeah. Like, That'd be great. That would save so much time because let me tell you something. Just the the preparation and the cleanup with with with, with preparing meals is just so tedious. I agree. Listen, I could cook like a mother. I could cook like a champ. My Thanksgiving meals, Colin, are notorious. They're fantastic. So you actually cook them, not your wife? Yes, I do. Wow. I do the turkey and I do uh the uh baked macaroni and cheese. Uh I, let Damn me, it, I'm I impressed. I don't make like this. Uh, I, the the, uh, the fresh cranberry sauce, the stuffing, the, the apple sage stuffing. Listen, the the sweet potato casseroles. I go all out. I I can cook a mean Thanksgiving. It's the cleanup that I can't stand. I am a and, I, and I'm a tornado in in the kitchen. Like I'm just. Shit's flying everywhere, right? I, I you know, it, if I'm making a grilled cheese sandwiches, it's taking me five pots and pans to do it. I don't know why, but um, it's it, I'm a, I'm a mess. I'm a mess. Speaking of the Jetsons, yes, wasn't that Rosie a cunt? Oh, I hated her. <laughs> that, yeah, I guess she kind of was robot. Oh, I, she was just so annoying and and like just a pest. Like we should do a show on just pests of television. Like, um, here's one. So how about that? Um, you ever watch the show The Facts of Life? Uh, yes, I used to watch The Facts of Life uh, back when it was on Nick at Night. Nick at Night. Okay. Well, I watched it when it was originally on, so I'm old, all right? But we've seen, we know the show. There are two people on that show that I, wanna, I, I could not stand. And they're like literally the worst in all of television. One is that Natalie. Ugh, that Natalie. I hate Natalie. She so annoying with her little self-depreciative hu- – oh, just – we get it. You're never getting laid. You, I understand. You're lonely. You <laughs> Sounds it. like a day in my life. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you what, Colin. Let me tell and, – and and I love this gimmick that you pull, this 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 lonely guy, you know, sitting in your house in a, in a, by candlelight. Gimmick. Yeah, it's a gimmick because here's the thing. You could – Absolutely. You're in your, here's the thing. You got your own place, right? Number sure. one, that's you're, you're, you're 50% uh, uh, better than most guys your age, right? You got, you got your own place. Absolutely. Right? Two, you're not a, you're not a, you're, in, you're, you know, I mean, listen, you're not a pillar of health, mind you, but you're, you're an in shape 20 <laughs> year old guy, right? Hey, I did my morning cardio this morning. All right. It's better than I did. I got I, on my elliptical trainer and. Right. All right. Okay. So you're, 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 you're somewhat in shape. Somewhat, right? Somewhat, yes. Okay, listen, you're not going into the, you're not in the forty waist size, right? No, I, I and exactly. I, I, I don't look like Hiroshi Tanahashi here, but uh, right. But we got, a, we got a nice balance, right? Dude, here's what you got to do: just get a, get a modern haircut, right? Okay. 
just my opinion. Get a, you get a little bit of a modern haircut, right? Get a little snappier dressing, right? Maybe a leather jacket. I could see you in a fucking leather jacket, Colin. Right? A leather jacket. I yeah. used to have one. I'm not talking like a Fonzie jacket. So just talking hey. like, like a modern. <laughs> like a, like a mo- there's a lot of uh, 70s. Uh, oh, the other person that I hated was Joe. Joe, ugh, we get it. You're a tough girl. You got dirt under your nails. Ugh, you don't you don't have time to look pretty because you're a roughneck. We get it. You stink. Um, is uh, yeah, just put on a, you know, a, a little leather jacket or something. I don't know. Just kind of get a little rock and roll and get a little get a little edge in you. I'm gonna be paranoid about my hair all day. Thank you very much. I'm telling you, like you could do like one of those little. Ah, listen, why are we talk? Nobody cares about this, but um, I all you need, and this is an advice from a guy who's been there, who's who's done this dance before. All you need is a little. You need a little gimmick. You need a little edge. You need a little. Uh, not, and I'm not talking about Adam Copeland either. I'm talking about a little, little, a little, little bad boy in you, like you a need, rainmaker. You need a little rainmaker in you. You need to get a little, little swag, right? So, how's your Tinder game? Oh, God, let me tell you something. I went out on a Tinder date when I was working in uh, New York City in yeah. 2014. Yeah. And the girl shows up, and she was nice. But I'll tell okay. you what, she didn't look exactly like her uh, photo did. Oh, uh, 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 okay. Yeah, I can see that being a problem. I can see that being an issue. I don't know how you guys do it with the fucking Tinder. I got to be honest with you. I don't. I, I would go out of my mind with that shit. I, I, I that, that, uh I'm looking for to... something a little deeper than what you would find on Tinder, but that is a different story right, for a right, different day. All right, that's, that's your segue. Okay, all right. Well, listen, we'll, we'll have a we'll have a show just on on helping you uh, get laid. That's your 2006 uh, project, right? 2006. <laughs> I mean, 16. We're gonna go back 10 years. We're gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go back in time and get you laid. <laughs> We're gonna Marty McFly this shit. <laughs> all wait right. A minute, wait a I'm dancing Lisa Loeb. Wait, what? Lisa, because she was in the 90s. Anyway, okay. Anyway. Okay, so we just wrapped up this November 1st show at Corican Hall. Of course, it was the semifinals of the Super Junior Tag Tournament. Damon, I have to admit, I did not watch this entire show. I just watched the two tag matches. Well, I'm thoroughly disappointed. I know that our listeners are thoroughly disappointed. But I will say this. You won in this deal because this show was, ugh, it wasn't good. It wasn't. It was not a good show. First half of this show was, uh, well, I mean, we'll get into it. I'll, I'll give you my 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 thoughts on it, and then when we get to the tag matches, we can share our opinions. But Colin, you didn't miss much. You didn't miss much on this show. Yeah, I. <laughs> let me tell you something. I I I, I didn't feel bad um, going ahead and. Um, pulling what i call uh the the g1 climax treatment <laughs> right which is basically just fast forwarding to the you know the good stuff the good stuff so to speak but do you want to go match by match here we can do it i mean i'm not, i won't wax poetically i won't go on tangents i can't promise that but um uh, yes we can quickly go through it just to say that we did it and to say that we covered the new japan show this weekend i mean listen i watched it so we might as well talk about it and um, we did promise our loyal listeners on Twitter that we would review this show. So here it is. Yeah, we gotta stop doing that. <laughs> I know we have to stop all these all, commitments, <laughs> all these commitments and promises. And uh, but here we go. Here we all go. Right, do it. Let's do it. Uh, this was uh, I watched the show this morning, so it's fresh in my mind. 
The opening match was Jushin Thunder Liger, Sho Tanaka, and Kamatsu taking on the team of Tiger Mask, Jay White, and David Finlay. Let me guess. Uh, single leg Boston Crabs tap out. <laughs> Bravo. Yes. That's exactly what happened. Um, it was, and, and here's what I thought about this match, too. It was, it felt at half speed. You know how you usually get the juice? Uh, not Jush Robinson, but the the the. We'll get to that. Yeah, the more exciting young lines matches. This didn't have it for me. Um, Liger kind of played a little bit of a chicken shit heel, and they kind of remembered that. Oh yeah, I'm supposed to be uh, eventually fighting for this NWA belt. So of course you had Tiger Mask now grumpy at Liger, and Liger kind of played a little chicken shit. Wouldn't get in the ring with him in the beginning of the match. It was it was a, it was. There's nothing to see here. Uh, and, and, if, and if somebody is going to write in and be like, well, there was this. OK, it, it was it was a uh, not not a great opener. And it wasn't bad. It wasn't like there was, you know, crappy fuck ups. It wasn't that. It was just bland. It was just dry toast. So what you're saying is this was the opposite of the Young Lions match we saw from last week that we talked about. Yeah, it was. It, it didn't do anything for me. And, and uh you know, and just like you said, single leg Boston Crab finish. Uh, you know, it was what it was. It's the most deadly move in all of uh, the Young Lions, as was tweeted to me earlier by someone else. Hey, Lance Storm pioneered the single leg Calgary Crab. <laughs> Calgary Crab. Yes, oh, oh. that is what he calls it. All right. Well, I hate again. I hate when they do that. When they, it's, it's not a, a Calgary Crab. That makes it's, it more effective, though, when you add on a name like that. For really? example, clothesline from hell. If that was just a regular clothesline, then what makes it from hell though? Well, it, nothing exactly. <laughs> so it's like, all right, you're calling it this. I, I don't know. I just, I, I, it, it makes me angry actually. Like, imagine if there were any other sport. You know, you're calling a curveball in baseball. That's a Wadusi ball. They should do that. I, I think that would be brilliant. Really, I would watch pitcher. sports then if they did that. Right, if each pitcher had their own pitch, but they call you know it's the same pitches. Like a knuckleball is now a uh, a cuckoo bird ball, or I don't know, it's something silly. That'd be great. I like that. Abe Knuckleball Schwartz, remember him? I do. What was that? It was uh, it was Lombardi, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I think it was Vince Lombardi. Yeah. Yeah, I would have uh, Vince Lombardi. What did I say? You said Vince Lombardi. What is, what, what, what is his first name? I don't know. I Steve, right? Steve. It's Vince Lombardi. <laughs> he comes out, he gives a pep talk. <laughs> it's like his tag team, Newt Rockney. That's oh, wonderful. <laughs> oh, Lord, I can see that this show is off to a, mm. a banging start. Yeah. Uh, next tag match here. Hiroki yeah. Goto, Kasiori Shibata, Mascara Dorada, taking on Juice Robinson, Captain New Japan, and Togi Makabe. Now, I did read that there was one interesting takeaway from this match, but uh, give your thoughts that? on it first. No, give me your give me your read first. Well, my read is that uh, there could be something brewing between Shibata and Makabe, which I would be cool with. Really? Okay. Yes, that is the that was correct. That was post match. So. Uh, and it wasn't anything like, like if you blinked your eye, you would have missed it. And I, I really felt that way because the camera shots were all over the place. But yeah, um, Shibata and and uh, Chogi Makabe kind of squared off after the match outside the ring, and they're kind of you know doing their little 
clutch brawling, as I like to call it. You know, n nobody really throw on anything big, but they just kind of grab holding on to each other, pretending they're in a bar fight or something. Um, what did uh, what did Togi Makabe do um, to to deserve this? <laughs> These two partners, Juice Robinson and Captain New Japan. Uh, by the way, Captain New Japan did not take the fall. That was Juice Robinson who tapped out. So what does that tell you about Juice Robinson, right? Poor Juice. He's he's going nowhere fast. I mean, when you're on a tag team with Captain New Japan and you're the one tapping, you're you're you are uh, you're lower than the Captain New Japan on the totem pole. So congratulations, Juice. Um, nothing match. Nothing. Uh, it it was. This was first gear uh, Hiroki Goto, first gear Katsuyori Shibata. What did I say? What did I call him? Katsuyori? Katsuyori Shibata. Yeah, him. Uh, first gear Togi Makabe. And, and then Captain New Japan and Juice doing his shuffle punches, you know, his shuck and jive punches. <sighs> this match was a struggle. I'm going to be honest with you. This match was a struggle to get through. Nothing, there was nothing that I got excited over. There was nothing that, you know, I'm lying. I, I'm watching this show in bed, and trust me, there were there were times where I was like, oh, I'm I'm ready to doze off. It's just nothing's happening here. But there you go, Juice taps out. Um, let's not ever ever discuss his name again. Well, just to say one more thing about Mister Robinson, it still boggles my mind that. He was signed by New Japan Pro Wrestling because he seems like the kind of ex-WWE reject that would just be a perfect fit for TNA, don't you think? Trust me, if TNA were an option, I, I, I feel in my heart that he would have been there. Um, you know, look, again, I, I say this with knowing peace that and love. With, with peace and love in my heart, <laughs> saying that he, you know, he, he uprooted. He lives in Japan. It's not an easy thing to do. I mean, it, you know, even if you are a pro wrestler, you know, it's it's you're he's pursuing a dream and he's trying to get better. I just again, fourth show in a row. I just don't see how this gimmick is helping him in, in any way, shape or form. Let's hit the reset button on Juice Robinson. Next match, the time splitters taking on the team of Chase Owens and Kenny Omega. Disappointing. Really disappointing. Disappointing. General observations. Again, I, we don't want to spend too much time on this because it's not worthy of it, but bullet point observations. I think Alex Shelley is so disinterested in being a pro wrestler at this point. Like yeah. he, he seems to me like a guy who's just like, he would rather be anywhere else. He, he'd rather be at an abortion clinic. <laughs> like, like I, he, I, I can't imagine him. Wow. Well, I don't know about that, but. Well, I mean, maybe not, maybe not there, but because uh, they're pretty boring and. You know, they don't have cable television. Um, it's more just, I don't know. It's just, he's just, if, to me, he's a guy that, that I feel is going through the motions. Like he's going through the motions of being a time splitter and a junior in New Japan. And I could be dead wrong, you know, but it just seems to me the way that he carries himself and his body language that he's just like, oh, I don't feel like doing this shit anymore. Um, and maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But it, I don't see it in there. Um, Kenny Omega was wacky. Kenny Omega doing his thing. Um, 
Kushida, even Kushida, which it, it seemed just like a like a second gear match for, for, out of him, and it was the same kind of spots that you see in every Kushida match. It 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 was really disappointing. Um, now I get it that these are the two losers of the tournament. Um, so, but I don't know. I just you, you put the, those guys on paper, those names on paper: Chase Owens, Kenny Omega. Uh, time splitters you would think that you would get a lot more out of this than what you got it really was disappointing to me it was a real disappointing match now the takeaway from this is just like we talked about with togi makabe and, and shibata here's kenny omega uh the finish is um uh kushida has kenny omega in the the hoverboard lock yes so the, the uh, arm bar uh but he's they're not the legal man in the ring um shelly and uh Chase Owens are. Chase Owens gets crushed. Boom. One, two, three. At the same time, he's getting tapped out. Uh, well, he doesn't really get tapped out, but he's in the hold, and he, Omega doesn't tap out. Uh, but you you are led to believe that if they were the legal men in the ring, Omega would eventually have tapped out. So after the match, Omega rolls out of the ring. Time splitters celebrate. Omega rolls back into the ring to attack Kushida. Now, hits him from behind. Alex Shelley's standing right there, right? So wh what is he going to do? He's, he's got to at least, you know, it would make the, what is he going to do? Just stand there and watch him get his ass kicked? Of course not. So it, Shelley starts kind of light brawling with Kenny Omega. But they did it so long that it felt like Kenny Omega was challenging Alex Shelley at the end of it. So at the end, I think what they were trying to accomplish was Kushida, Kenny Omega for the belt. But the way that it interacted, it was so awkward that it felt like it was Alex Shelley that was going, going to challenge. So literally, after this match, I have no idea which way they're going. I think they're going Kushida, Kenny Omega. But the way that it all played out very sloppily, you could. I won't be surprised if they say th uh, uh, you know, a three-way <laughs> because uh, it was really sloppily done in my eyes, uh, the way that that was set up. Well, I will say this. The match that we saw earlier this year between Kenny Omega and Alex Shelley was very good, and I wouldn't mind seeing those two square off in singles competition again. I, I'll say that. Good, good, good point. I was there. Oh, no was, one, that, was that in May at Dontaku? Yes, it was. No one gave a shit about that match. Now, that's, that's Fukuoka. Sad. Well, okay. Listen, that's Fukuoka. Different town, different city, different whatever. So I don't know how Tokyo is going to love that. You know, I don't know if that's going to be a great Tokyo. I, I, you can't put that in the Tokyo Dome. You can't put Alex Shelley, Kenny Omega in the Tokyo Dome. No. Can't do it. It's got, it's, it's got, it's got to be between now and Tokyo Dome. You can put Kushida versus Omega in the Dome, however. So here's, here's Kushida, though. Like, he, I, I, why would anybody get behind him at this point? Like, he's a loser. <laughs> I'm, just saying, I'm just saying he's booked that way. He's booked as a guy who's, you know, uh, two title runs. And I put the air quotes again under title run because they, they would, you know, start stops. If I'm a fan in, in, in living in Tokyo and I'm trying to hitch my wagon to uh, what Kushida's doing, it's kind of hard to do. How could you have any faith in the guy? He get his legs get cut out from under him every time he picks up that belt. I I don't know how I don't know if you can put that in the dome anymore. 
I don't but know. I, I, I still think that there is a lot of support for Kushida from the fans. You remember at uh, last week's Road to Power Struggle show, um, I think that it was the show uh, with the Time Splitters versus Ricochet-Seidel uh, match. Um, the, the the little kid in the audience wearing the Marty McFly life preserver vest. There's you know. a guy here. There was, there was a guy dressed just like that. You know, he was probably a pre-teenager. Uh, he got his, he got the uh, the uh, dog tags gimmick uh, wrapped around him. The Kushida came out the ringside and gave it to him. Like, th- there's people that support him, Colin. Don't get me wrong, but you know they're doing a shitty job building it. And again, they have a couple months. Uh, do they have a couple months? I mean, what is it? It's November first today. It's November first. They have two months. Okay, it can be done, but my God, they got to rebuild this guy. And and it's. Uh, you know, uh, I I have uh, I love uh, he's one of my favorite wrestlers, Kushida. Absolutely one of my absolute favorites. I agree. I I'm having trouble hitching my wagon to this. I'm having trouble getting excited for a Kenny Omega Kushida match. I I really am because it's just like okay, well I know it's kind of like you know people who get all amped up over Dolph Ziggler, right? I never understood the uh, fascination or the the support behind Dolph Ziggler. He, he always seemed like a very bland, vanilla uh-huh. talent to me, but that's a different yeah, that's story. A different, but, but you get my point, though. You get you how people sure. you know, kind of... You know, it's hard to get excited for the guy because you know that it, it, it's not going to matter, you know? And it's kind of like a Cesaro thing when they start <laughs> stop him, you know? it's Abushi. is our New Japan example. So, uh, so it's, it's hard for me to get excited over the prospect of a Kushida... Omega match when they've let me down so many times that it's like, why am I going to get excited for this again? It just hit me that if Ibushi is the Cesaro of New Japan Pro Wrestling, then I guess Kushida is the Dolph Ziggler. There you go. I, I, I mean, listen, if you want, to, if you want to, we can make that, you know, that analogy. I don't think it's a, a stretch, but it's, but you see my point in this, in the sense that. You know, if they're building toward Kushida, they got you got two months to really kind of pump him up, and I don't see it happening. And even if they do, just history has told us that they're not fully supportive of a Kushida run. All right, moving up the card here: Carl Anderson, Doc Gallows, Tamatonga, and Bad Luck Fale taking mm. on the team of Toru Yano, mm. Sakuraba, Yoshihashi, and Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> Damon, I, I'm I, I'm assuming. That this was the match of the night. Am I correct? <laughs> oh, fuck this match. This match. Let me ask you this. Go How ahead. many cock swings were there? There were plenty. And uh, let's put it this way. Doc Gallows, his makeup, there was not a smudge on it. Right? So that tells you what, what Doc Gallows did to this match. There's not a smudge on it. Uh, what a, what a, just a lazy match this was. What a... What a first gear, go through the motions. Nobody's going to work too hard. Nobody's going to do anything exciting. Easy, easy. We got a, we got a big show in, in about a week kind of match. They did nothing. Nothing. So I shouldn't go back and watch this then, is what this, you're saying. This was everything that you'd imagine it being. Just shit oh just and uh, like i can't even say it was shit bad wrestling it was just shit because they did nothing 
they of course they brought in the crowd. Of course there was the 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 gun stun out of nowhere uh, finish on Yoshihashi. Of course there was. It was just ah oh, fuck this match. Just just oh I hope this match this this. Oh, I can't even put words. Should we move on? Do you think that, that would be a good it idea? Really, it really just—it was just everything that I hated about pro wrestling. It was everything that I hated about pro wrestling in one match. Lazy Nakamura. Nakamura didn't do anything. Nakamura did nothing in this match. Uh, did he at least do the good vibrations? Did he do the good vibrations? I don't remember it. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't wow. remember. No. <laughs> no good vibrations even from Nakamura. No. no. Um, the, the coolest thing in the match was there was a gun stun on Nakamura from, from like the middle turnbuckle that knocked him out of commission that led to the, the pinfall. Colin, when I tell you, there was nothing. Folly uh, uh, did nothing. Folly was just... Folly, Folly, the, the turnbuckle did more <laughs> than Folly in this match. Um... No yeah, falling yeah. coconut? No, 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 no. Are you kidding me? You're lucky he climbed the ring steps, let alone the fucking turnbuckles to get over the top rope. It, they did nothing. It was just, uh, there was nothing there. Nothing there. That would have been hilarious, actually, if Fale just stayed on the outside, like, despite being an actual participant in the match. He should have just stayed on the outside. I, For- basically, he did. I mean, he, that's, that's really basically what he did. Um, Sakuraba in there. Oh, my God. It was just a fucking train wreck. Um, it, you know what? A train wreck would be more interesting. A train wreck would have been more entertaining. I would, I would, I, yeah. I'm going to go on YouTube and just Google train wrecks and, and watch those because, to me, they're more exciting than what we saw in this, in this match. Just first gear stuff that was just a waste of time. Do 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 not watch this match. You you'll regret it. You know what? Watch it. You know what? We'll we'll laugh at it together one day. The next match featured the team of Okada Ghetto and Tomohiro Ishii taking on Tomoaki Honma, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Taguchi. Well, without even watching it, without even without even watching it, give me highlights. <laughs> You can do it. I'm well, telling you. Okay. You can do it. Go ahead. Give me uh, that. Did, did Tanahashi and uh, Okada kind of do a little bit of chain wrestling in the yep. beginning? Uh, not in the beginning, but yes. Okay. Okay. So they got in there. They played around a little bit. A little bit. Uh, did we see some uh, some ass-based offense? We certainly did. And and between Okada and Taguchi, which was kind of, it was okay. That was kind of, that was all right. Uh, that set up the finish, uh, the Rainmaker finish on uh, Taguchi. So uh, there was airspace offense. Go ahead. You're was- on a roll. You're two for two. <laughs> did again, we see, you, again, uh, again, you never saw this match. We, we, you did not watch this match. Just to make it clear. Did we Go see ahead. some some missed Kokeshis from Hanma? Um, we did, and I believe we saw some hit, too. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, did, 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 did we see the blockbuster? see the blockbuster hmm i don't remember yeah i'm i'm, we I'm, may have. I'm picturing a blockbuster on ishii by I won't surpri- yeah won't be surprised uh i'm drawing a blank here that's all but i you, can think of right now but i mean but the, the, 
that that's the match. So so what happened at the end? So, okay, Okada gets the win, Rainmaker, boom. Then what happens? Uh, <laughs> some Tanahashi has his briefcase. Yeah, right. Some, right? <laughs> some interactions between yeah, Tanahashi and Okada. Yes, of course. You know, and then Okada gets on the top rope, you know, does his pose. Ghetto is giving him the, the, on his knees, giving him the – it's the whole you, – you've seen it a thousand times, and you'll see it a thousand times more. It's uh, – w- this is what you're going to get, kids. This is what we're getting until Wrestle Kingdom, by the way. You're not getting anything more out of these two. Well, this speaking is- of which, I think that there are actually – even before Power Struggle, I think there's four or five more shows. Yeah, there's a lot of shows. And, you're, and guess what you're getting? Six-man tags leading up to the Dome. And, and, and just don't even watch those shows. Just keep watching this one. Or, or pick one that you want to watch. Pick, a, pick your favorite city. Pick your favorite arena. And watch that one until Wrestle Kingdom because that's what you're getting. Damon, uh, could you imagine if we took this thing full-time and we had to review every single one of these Road 2 shows? We're not doing that. But it we're not, we it can happen. No, because here's the thing. They could play this show and just <laughs> just just change the date. And and it's cuz cuz you know, and it is what it is. You know, I'm not bitching and moaning saying that we should have, you know, nine Okada Tanahashi matches leading up to the dome. This is this is not even the appetizer. This is the uh you know, this is I can't give a food analogy. Sorry guys. <laughs> but this is it, this is what it is leading to Wrestle Kingdom. Finally, we arrive at the matches that we have all been waiting for. The the only reason, it sounds like, to watch this show. Yeah. The two main events here, the first of which saw Matt Seidel and Ricochet take on the Young Bucks in the Super Junior Tag Tournament semifinals. Damon, this match was everything that you would expect it to be. This was a great match. Um, it, this match had me number one laughing, of course, at, uh, all of the young bucks antics. And it just had me going, holy shit at everything that Seidel and Ricochet were doing. Just the athleticism by these two guys is just off the charts. It, it this is one of those matches where you are like, wow, I, <laughs> What a great time to be a pro wrestling fan. Thank God that I'm alive and I can watch these two teams. This this was awesome. Okay. I, I, li- I like your thought process because I'm going in another way. All right. Go for it. Uh, given what was given to me earlier, from intermission to this, this six-man tag, now to this match. A shit sandwich. A, a shit... <sighs> Uh, Spinal Tap's best album. <laughs> it, it was terrible. It was really not a good show so far. So now we get this on that's on paper. Sounds absolutely fantastic. It really does. It sounds sounds lovely. Sounds like a dream match. It does. I was disappointed in this match, Colin. How were you disappointed in this match? This match felt to me. Know what it? Here's what it lacked. Too short? No. No. It lacked an, 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 an intensity for a match of that caliber. Like, it felt to me, and, and first of all, when Seidel was in there, you could have heard a pin drop in that building. I don't, I, and, and I'm not a big, you know, crowd gauge and temperature, you know, I, I kind of, Meltzer made a, a point the other day in, in, in The Observer about how 
the, the previous show, the crowds were very silent and sat on their hands. And I didn't feel that way at all. I read that and I was just kind of like, what? What, what, what the fuck's he talking about? Yeah, despite the show at Corican being a sellout. Yeah, yeah. That, that, and and I, I didn't agree with that assessment of what, what he was trying to get at there. In this match, when Seidel was in, it felt that way. And it, 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 was, it, it just felt like moves for moves' sake. It didn't. It, it felt very discombobulated to me. Like it didn't have the match had zero flow. The match didn't build to anything, and it and it felt to me, like I said, it missed an intangible, and that intangible was like an intensity and a and a and a and a and a and a struggle for something as opposed to great moves. Now, were there great moves? Yeah, absolutely. Were there? Were there crazy spots? Yes, absolutely. When Ricochet was in there, trust me, my, my temperature and my interest jumped tenfold in this match because I thought when he was in there, things got very interesting and very fun and enjoyable. Don't get me wrong. I liked the match, but nowhere near as much as you did. And to me, given the people that were in that ring, this match was an absolute disappointment to me. Wow. Yes, it did not have – it felt like four guys in there doing great moves that meant nothing across the board. I like understand it, where you're coming from. However, that was kind of what I expected, to be honest with you. But you could have a ma- – but okay, so – I went into this expecting to see a car crash, basically. Okay, you can have a car crash, and I'm a big fan of the car crash. Love it. I don't even think that this was that. Like, it just, uh, like I said, it didn't build. There was no intensity. There was no, uh, it was was just, it was literally watching guys do cool moves. That's exactly how I felt watching this match. I, I, I didn't feel like I was watching a wrestling match. I felt like I was watching four guys do awesome, cool moves. And, and, and at the end of the day, I was just kind of like, okay. Well, it, it was very choreographed, so to speak. I don't even, well, I mean, listen, there's, I don't, th- I don't, and I don't think it was like lucha choreographed that I can't no. get, I, I, can't, I can't get past. I don't think it was that. It was, let's put it this way, comparing, uh, like, near falls, I don't think anybody gave a shit about the near falls. Whereas, if, and, and obviously we'll talk more about this in, in the next match, the near falls in the next match, to me, meant something. Right, I was into the New York Falls on this uh, on the second match as opposed to this match. Oh well, that was a better match. It absolutely was a better match. And why was it a better match? Because it meant something. <laughs> oh, there you go. Again, I, I don't want to. I'm not shitting on Young Buck, Seidel, and Ricochet by any stretch of the imagination. But it wasn't. It wasn't a four star match. It w- was not a four star match. It was. It was threes. I'll, I'll, I'll give it threes. It's not four. And again, if you're going to ask me, well, why? Because it felt to me like it was just a, a, a match of great moves. Now, maybe in a different crowd, this would have been better. Maybe, you know, if this were pro wrestling gorilla. I was just maybe, about to say that. If you put this in front of a PWG audience. Maybe. May, maybe you're right. Um, if you put this in a, in a Ring of Honor show. Yeah. Maybe, may, maybe you're right. Maybe this isn't a perfect example of the crowd. Listen, and I can't believe it either. I, 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 but I saw it with my own goddamn eyes, guys and gals. Uh, 
this these Japanese fans, man, they shit on these junior heavyweights like no one's business. This that Shelly um, Omega match at, in Fukuoka at the, at the, at Don at Taku was there. There were people leaving, like going to the bathroom, getting something to drink. I I saw more people leaving during that match than any other match. Right? What the the juniors matches at at Corkin and I, I I'm telling you, they just don't care about it. They don't care about it. And and that's not to say that they they don't care about like like junior heavyweight title matches, and they don't care about um you know singles you know, the IWGP junior or junior belt the one on one matches they don't they they do they absolutely care about those it's everything else they re, the young buck what who what was it young bucks young bucks won the uh, junior tag belts there at Dontaku against um was it time splitters I, I don't even remember to be or was honest it, was it a three no it was a three way because it wasn't wasn't um red dragon in there as well I think it was a three-way. I want to say it was a three-way. My memory is a bit foggy when it comes to that show. Holy Hannah, you could it, it, crickets. And I'm looking around. I'm like, oh my god, this is a great match. Look at what they're fucking doing. Crickets. Crickets. Here's the you, thing, though. Here's the yeah. thing. I don't understand how to even measure the crowd reactions for a Japanese audience. It's easy to do with a North American audience. It's easy to tell if it's a dead crowd or a hot crowd. But, I mean, take a look at, you know, historically, the Japanese audience while watching pro wrestling. Very, very quiet, very observant, very analytical, you know, just kind of sitting yeah. there and taking yeah, everything but- in. But, but and, and then when something big does happen, you, you hear, oh, yeah. So... To me, it's it's really hard to even you know gauge a Japanese audience because they're 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 kind of enigmatic. Okay, I, I, and and comparing them to an American audience, I'll give you that. But Colin, honestly, and again, I can't compare a lot of the things I'm going to give examples to. I'm just saying, if you're just looking for crowd reaction, it's there. You, you watch like some of the all Japan women stuff, uh, you know, um, Crush Girls stuff. You, you'll never see a crowd go more berserko than for the Crush Girls, right? Um, the original Asuka. Uh, yeah, you 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 go, um, you know, all Japan stuff you know, with with the Funks and Brody and Hanson, right? You, the crowd's going batshit crazy. Um, you know, some of the Anoki Choshu stuff. The crowd's going batshit crazy. Again, it's a different time, different place. Um, the the crowd can lose their shit. I mean, you know, we're talking about. G1s and and stuff. You know, they don't they don't have cushions in that building for for a reason, right? Because a crowd lose can lose their shit. They can lose their fucking minds and throw the cushions into the ring just because they're so hyped over a finish, right? So, this this idea of passive Japanese audiences, yeah, okay, if you're comparing the two, you know, you don't you're not going to see people stand up banging on a aluminum barricades, you know, partition like they do in the ring of honor you're not going to hear chants you're not going to you know have all all that stuff it's not the same correct but they'll react when the time is right they'll react and you'll know the difference You'll, you'll you'll see it they don't they don't give a shit about the juniors i'm sorry they just don't well let's talk about the main event here because this match 
Rapongi Vice versus Red Dragon was great. Yes. And it was better than the Bucks Matt Seidel Ricochet match. Yes. And it was a it, it was a different match than that though. It was. It wasn't as, you know, crazy spotty match. Um, but to me, things meant more in that match. And I gotta be honest with you, that finish popped me out of my, my, my bed. Pop sat me straight up. Couldn't believe it. Damon, I, what did I say last week on the Purocast? Yeah. What did I say? Well, uh, listen, good for good on you, man. I mean, listen, I I I thought that that it's been talked about to death with Red Dragon. Talked about to death about how protected and how you know you know they 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 they're not losing. They lost, and it was clean. I middle just of the ring could could not see them having uh, Seidel and Ricochet versus Red Dragon at Power Struggle. Because then, well, when they face each other at the Dome, it's like, well, okay, we saw that match already. We saw it at Power Struggle. How could you... I, I, I just could not see them giving that match away at Power Struggle. And thank God they didn't. Okay. Uh, I mean, Are, I, They're not I, going to, rather. Yeah, well, right. Uh, this match was fantastic. And again, we, we've said it before. We, we've been trumpeting the cause for, for Rocky Romero for a long time. Rapongi Vice, man. They... <laughs> Is this the match that you wanted to see? Yes, this was the match I wanted to see. Yeah, yeah. Where it's at right now. I, I, I'm, I I was thrilled with this match and Red Dragon again. uh, I think it's. I don't think there's any, any doubt in anyone's mind, especially from a New Japan perspective, and a New Japan point of view. um, Tag team of the year. Oh, it. Tag team of the year. Is there any question? Is it even a debate? I I can't. See it, but how about how about Rapongi Vice in this match? I thought they were fantastic in this match. I really, uh, I, I liked it. Now, here's one thing I'll tell you: what you could tell the days, uh, aside from being in Japan and looking at the arena, uh, you can tell when Red Dragon go overseas and wrestle in Japan because boy, that Bobby Fish he loves to call those spots really loud. <laughs> He's a chatterbox in that ring. When he knows nobody understands the language, um, it's a little loud. But um, I, I really found this match enjoyable. Best match of the night by far. Um, I don't think anything was even close. And sadly, to me, this was a one-match show, and that was it. I disagree. I think that it was a two-match show. But yes, yeah, so listen. You can watch the second match and get enjoyment. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm not sh- I'm not saying that it was a terrible match. But to me. By far, this was this this was better than that match than the Bucks and and Seidel and Ricochet, and you know to me it was a it was a, a like like if you said watch any match from this show again I'm watching that match really that's it oh absolutely and th- there was so much to enjoy about this match I mean one of the things obviously that you saw in this match that you didn't see in the previous match was. Uh, Working the leg, Trent Barretta's leg getting worked on throughout the match. Um, yeah. You know, lots of uh, lots of submissions going on, lots of leg submissions. Um, I'll, I'll tell you what, Trent Barretta, you know, uh, he was getting the shit beat out of him in this match, and I, I was really, I was really pulling for Rapongi Vice, you know, towards the end of this. You know, I kind, I, I kind of went in with the mindset that uh, Red Dragon. Was 
walking out the winners, but the more that th- the more this match progressed, the more excited I got, and the more I was pulling for Rapongi Vice. Uh, exactly, I'm I'm right there with you on that one. I'm right there with you on that one in the sense that I didn't think there was any shot. I, I really didn't going into this match, and and I was really disappointed too because I was like, well, I know the finish of this match, and this match is gonna, I mean, this match is gonna, you know, I, it's the finish helped put this match over for me big time, right? Because I didn't see it coming. I really didn't think that there was a chance Rapongi Vice was winning this match. Um, and the fact that they got that pinfall, I couldn't believe it. It just, logically, it wouldn't have made sense for, for Red Dragon to win. Because, well, you know, like I said, what are, what are you going to have at the Tokyo Dome then when you, when, you, when you give away this, basically, a dream match at Power Struggle? Well, like, I, again, what are you going to do? Well, I thought they were going to go a Seidel, Ricochet, Dragon against Red Dragon. Um, again, wouldn't be for the belts. It would just be for the, the tournament win. Um, Seidel and Ricochet win the, to win the tournament, which would earn them the shot at the belts at the Dome. And then you can go in any direction on that. Yeah, to me, though, that's uh, that match at the Dome then just isn't special. Okay, so now what do you got? Well, now, I mean, we're going to get into this when we uh, do our power struggle review momentarily here, but it's going to be Rapongi Vice versus Matt Seidel and Ricochet, which I cannot wait for. I think that's going to be a great match. Right. And I believe that Seidel and Ricochet are going to pick up the win, and we're going to see uh, those guys versus Red Dragon at the Dome. I think it has to go that way. Come on. That's, see, what, I what, don't know. What, what other what? junior tag match are you going to have at the Dome? You're going to have Rapongi Vice in there somewhere, right? Why would you, why would you go through the struggle? Why would you go through the absolute struggle? And trust me, I'm sure it wasn't easy. Red Dragon was super protected, Colin. I know, I know. You got the team that beat them clean as a sheet. You got the team that pinned them. Why wouldn't you give them a shot? So are you thinking then uh, uh, a little three-way at the uh, Tokyo Dome? I hope not. I hope not, too. And... uh, (laughs) I That's certainly hope it's it not a four-way. That's why I'm saying, why would Rapongi Vice not get a fluky win, not get a slip on a banana peel kind of win? This was definitive. This was a in the semifinals. Well, why don't we just it have... Even, it wasn't even the finals, Colin. Let's have Rapongi Vice versus Red Dragon at the pay-per-view in December. I mean, you can. Uh, that's fine because they beat the tag champs so you know you would think that they earned a title shot by doing that so right let's have that match in december then let's have red dragon win and then we can get seidel and ricochet versus red dragon at the dome you can tell that i'm all about this match you really are you're gonna find a way to make this happen. oh yeah it's happening we're doing this i don't give a fuck what ghetto has in mind i don't care what kind of shitty four-way car crash no this is happening i I guess we're doing it Operation Valkyrie is in full effect. <laughs> I think I, I listen. I, lo- I I love your pep and vim, but um, I think this this smells like a like a like a similar situation that we had last year. I think we're gonna have a multi man. I think we're gonna have a multi man for these belts. No, <laughs> no, please God, no. I think so. I mean, I, I, there's it makes to me it makes zero sense. Zilch. To have to have Rapongi beat Red Dragon and not get a title shot 
now again they can have it earlier. They'll get that shot at the December pay per view. So 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 Seidel and Ricochet win 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 the tourney. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right, and so they all right, okay. I Seidel and I, Ricochet are the the shot in the arm that this junior tag division needed. I agree. I I, I agree. I will say this: I liked their first match better than this match, but. Even I said it the other the other week. It's been a little disappointing these matches. I I feel like there's a little bit left on the table with these, right? I did say that. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. Like these <laughs> these aren't bad matches. These are good. No, it, right, it's right. it 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 almost seems I don't know. To me, it 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 seems kind of selfish to take away anything from these matches. Um. I don't know if it's selfish. I, I think it's. I I don't know. I, for, for, I I think there's more left on the table. I cannot uh, bitch about these matches. Uh, again, I think they're good, Colin. Don't get me wrong, they're good. Seidel and Ricochet could do more. Don't you think? Don't you? They could do more. No, 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 no. Damon, in, they're they're killing in, themselves. Not, I mean, not in so much. You know what? I'd rather see less flash and more match match structure. I don't know, man. I just there's something missing there. There's something absolutely missing. And I think that there is another level that they can go to to connect all the dots with within their match structure to give a really great match. And maybe that's right around the corner. Something's missing. And I, I can't put my finger on it. But at the same in the same breath, I'm saying that these matches are good. I'm just saying that there's something missing that could make these matches great. And I haven't seen great. I haven't seen a great match yet. I've seen very good matches with some really fucking awesome spots. So you wouldn't call this Rapungi Vice versus Red Dragon match great? No, this this was match. I'm talking. I'm talking purely Seidel and Ricochet. Oh, Seidel and Ricochet. Okay. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I I thought that their match against the Time Splitters was great. I thought it was. I thought it was very good. I thought it was very very good. I yes. thought their match against the Young Bucks was great. I don't know, Damon. I don't. I really don't have anything to complain about with this uh, Super Junior Tag Tournament. I don't think that was a great match, Con. Uh, see, I I think that we have old man McDonald coming out of the woodwork today. You know, he's 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 stuck in his uh, NWA. Oh, uh, a, listen, I don't know about you, but I got laid. <laughs> Talk about well, old man. I did not. But <laughs> exactly. Thank you. That's besides the point. Uh, all right. Good. All right, on that note, I th I think that this is a good segue to go into our Power Struggle review, which is taking place next Saturday. Thank God this is on a Saturday, yeah, November 7th. That? That's very good news, actually. In Osaka, a hot city for pro wrestling. So you want to go through this show from top to bottom and give our thoughts? Nah. Nah, all right. Let's skip <laughs> yeah, it. Of course I do. Let's That's skip it. Let's talk about, uh, let's do more Facts of Life talk. I, I love Facts of Life. I, I, I gotta be honest with you. If we're if we're ranking '80s sitcoms, Facts of Life is up there. Now they had some annoying characters, yes, but uh, let me tell you something. Blair, Blair was hot. See, I wasn't a big Facts of Life fan. That's the thing. Like there was, well, how can, why not? Ah, uh, see, I, I I was more into um All in the Family. What? Uh, oh, I'm a huge All in the Family fan. Ugh, you're not. Time to hit the hip parade. Shut up. Stop playing the piano, you grouchy old people. Damn, no, I, I don't like 
I don't know, man. We're, we're, we're on opposite sides of the spectrum today when it comes to wrestling and classic television shows. How about a little, a little uh, what's, what's the uh, Michael J. Fox one? Oh, um... Family Ties. Yeah, Family... Oh, yeah, sure. Okay, I mean, okay. All right. We're not that far. I dig Family Ties, but when right. we're, if we're talking classic TV, I'm going to say that my big four here, my big four is... All in the Family, I Love Lucy, Honeymooners. I Love Lucy? Oh, I Love Lucy was one of the best. You're out of your mind. That is the most overrated dreck. Oh, I don't know. I Love Lucy? I used to love watching. I I, I used to stay up uh, to watch the, it was was I Love Lucy followed by the Lucy Desi Comedy Hour on Nick at Night (laughs) back when I was in grade school. That's what I was watching. Colin, I'm going to be honest with you. I think I I really think that your soul is is you made a deal with like the devil or something, and you said, "Listen, I just want the body." You're like, a, I think you're a fucking vampire. Is what I think right now. <laughs> yeah, tell me the truth. Are you a fucking vampire? Because you like things. Well, I that, did drink my true blood this morning. <laughs> you like things that are so like they're, they're like generations beyond me. Like, like Damon, I would I'm never, an old soul. You, uh, you're a fucking vampire. I, I, there's no other excuse. Lucy? Yes. Dream, dream Theater? Hey, 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 wait a minute. I'm just saying. These, they, Have you ever theater? listened to Dream Theater? I, uh, let me tell you, I did. I absolutely did, because I'm not going to sit here and bust your balls and be like, wow, and, and not really hear it. So, yes, I was at work, and I loaded up my Spotify. And I said, all right, fuck it. I'm putting in, I'm putting in Dream Theater. I swear to God I did. Um, and I'm sure there's a way I can look at my Spotify history, and I'll take a screenshot, and I'll fucking send it to you. I'm curious what songs you listen to. I really am. Whatever the first, the three most popular ones were. That, uh, I, I can load it up if you really want me to. Um, let's see here. I listened to, let me see. <laughs> Pull Me Under, probably. What, uh, let's see here. Which was their only hit, so to speak. Really? They had a hit? Yeah, that was it. Pull me under. <laughs> They're not a band you're going to hear on uh, mainstream terrestrial radio, Damon. You got that right. Um, let's see here. Yep, Pull Me Under. Uh, the Enemy Inside. Okay, it's a newer one. And then Panic Attack. All right, hey, Panic Attack's a Did those three. solid track. Let me give you my hot take, if you don't mind. And this will be quick, guys. See, you're not a metal guy, though, so... Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> okay, let's, let's pump the brakes. It doesn't really count. I'm, I'm not a metal guy. But I can appreciate metal, but a completely different genre of metal. Like, I like poppier metal. Like, I- I'll tell you what. You know what a guilty pleasure of mine is? And you're going to be like, you're out of your mind. What's that? I have, two, I have two guilty pleasures. Because underneath it, here's the thing. Underneath the core, I, I like hooks. I'm, I need a fucking hook in my song, right? You probably dig Def Leppard then. Nah, it wasn't Def, Le- Def Leppard, but you're, you're warm. Poison? Okay, I, 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 I dig Poison. Because at the end of the day, they're just a pop group. They really are. Absolutely. They're just a fucking pop. You know, the, the, the melodies are simple. It's just simple junk food music. Nothing and but Kiss. a good time. Uh, how can I resist? Um, and Kiss. I saw Kiss get inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Listen, they're 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 literally pro. They are a pro wrestling band. Oh, for like, sure. Like, like that, they're, they're built on pro wrestling. Um, Strutter, great song. Okay, so. Uh, Dream Theater. Here's my quick review. Go for it. This was the music 
that John Wayne Gacy had on his headset while killing children, right? This is the creepiest fucking like it's like it's like orchestral metal. Yes, it is. It's very or- it, it it's progressive metal, Damon. It's I don't it, that's it's that's that's not I my understand. Opinion. If you're not a musician, I I can understand how it would be hard to appreciate it. <laughs> if I'm not a musician. Yeah. But they're they're a musicians band. They're not a musicians band. They, they are They're a, not a musicians band. Ba- no, here's what they are. Colin, here's what they are. They are a there is a subset of people wearing black t-shirts. Uh, they're very, I, I, let me, and listen, I'm not knocking the Dream Theater fan base. I'm, I'm more knocking you, and you're not going to beat me up, so that's okay. I'm good. <laughs> um, they're very nerd. I, I see, I think very n- a nerdy audience. Would I, be, would I be accurate in that? Oh, for sure. Okay, all right. Would they be, would, I'm going to say, they could probably do like a, like a uh, can they fill a Madison Square Garden? Uh, they've played at Madison Square Garden before, but that was opening up for Iron Maiden. Okay, so them themselves could not fill Madison Square Garden, right? No, they're they're okay. more of a uh, theater band. However, with that being said, they can go to uh, a place like uh, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, and play sure. to twenty thousand people. Well, those people, come on, they you know, Iron Maiden fills stadiums in that fucking place. <laughs> Well, yeah, Iron Maiden, one of the greatest bands of all time. Ugh. See, I don't like. Ah, see, here's another thing too. I don't like like Dungeons and Dragons music. Like I call that that's like Dungeons. Like they talk about <laughs> sorcery and fucking swords and shit. Like I, that does that that means nothing to me. Like come on. Needless really? to say, you're not a Ronnie James Dio fan. No, I hate. He's a he, he, he's a little troll. He reminds me of a little fucking guy like 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 protecting some kind of pot of gold somewhere. Well, at least I didn't go to see the Woohoo Band. Anyway, let's get into this power struggle review. No, I'm not going <laughs> to. Preview. One second. So, the Woohoo Band is just. That was a throwaway song, Colin. It was just. Literally, they wrote it just to fucking appease a record company. All right. They just. Because they, they weren't. They, Blur's not popular in the United States. They had a very British sound. They, they, they really didn't like American sound. Grunge was the rage. They were like, this is fucking shit. This isn't what music is about. So they kind of wrote a very English-centric rock band, like the Kinks or uh, XTC or uh, you know, uh, the Jam, bands like that. So that's where they got their influence. Uh, they're a great band. So don't, 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 don't try and get on that on me. Nobody, we, I think we did 15 minutes on music. And by the way, Iron Maiden is not a Dungeons and Dragons they band. They absolutely are. They, a Dungeons they and write Dragons. about they they sing about history, historical events. Run to the hills. Yes. Oh, stop it, engine. Uh, I don't know. You're <laughs> you're wearing me thin today. No, but seriously, obviously we're on opposite ends of the spectrum musically and that concludes our musical segment for uh <laughs> this uh this that's, show ladies and gentlemen that's the joy of what we bring we're it's it's how boring would it be if we sat here and we were like yeah i like this too yeah i like the same thing yay let's talk about that for 15 it'd be boring right it would be boring our listeners would be cheap 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 but we don't have that it sounded so like you have... were trying to do a a, a shemp there <laughs> I, you know what? I've, uh, when you said shemp, I have a um, so I got some these little trinkets. They're called uh, it's a gochapon, gachapon. So they're these machines in Japan. They're like gumball machines. And, oh, you were telling me about this. Uh, yeah, and you I got something little, for your wife. I did a little the corn, the corn story. Go yeah, there you go. Old, old, 
the all the purecasts. I talk about the corn. They're all well, archived on iTunes. They are, and they're they're wonderful. Um, I have a little shrimp. You said when you said shemp, I looked at I looked, my eyes went right to the shrimp. It looks exactly like a shrimp. It's really cool. All right, uh, it's like a keychain made out of plastic. All right, uh, wow, we wasted a lot of time on this one. Here we go, power struggle. Here we go. Power struggle taking place November 7th, Saturday in Osaka. Ah, first match. Hiroki Goto taking on the King of Darkness, Evil, a.k.a. Watanabe. Yeah. Uh, singles match. So that's a plus, right? That is a plus. <laughs> uh, big spot for Evil, capital capital E-V-I-L. King of Darkness. I like that. The King of Darkness. I do like that, too. Is it because um, he wears mascara? He wears eyeliner. Yes, eyeliner. Like The Undertaker. Well, there's a difference between mascara and eyeliner. Take, it, t- take it from an old <laughs> Cure fan. <laughs> um, I, like, I like this match. I like the, I, I, here, here's Watanabe coming back, returning home. You know he's going to want to try to impress. You know he's, he's going to want to make a big splash. You know he's going to want to, uh, you know, impress some people in the back, and and look at what I've learned, and look at what look 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 at what I've, what I've been able to do in my time away in Central New Jersey, <laughs> laboring around in pro wrestling syndicate shows. Uh here's here here's what I got. I think Goto's a great dance partner. His first time back, Goto's got a lot of experience. He's going you know he's going to be able to 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 run the pace of this match. He's going to be able to direct this in a good way. I expect hard hitting. I expect this to be uh, a nice little showcase for Watanabe to come back and, and impress some folks. So singles match, big spot. I like this a lot. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this, actually. Like you said, I think that Goto is like a perfect opponent for uh, evil to show off his skills. And I think that this is all building to uh, a match at Wrestle Kingdom, which I'm going to talk about in a little bit as we get further down this card. Okay, but I, I like I like I like I like your radio tees. You can tell you're a broadcaster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it 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 involves Los Ingobernables. Oh, okay. but I'm going to get to that momentarily. But <laughs> let's get this next match out of the way here. Yoshihashi and Toru Yano taking on Bad Luck Fale and AJ Styles. This, this should be the main event. Fucking it's not. It's, it's not. Uh, wow. Look at I can't eight. wait for this. It's, this is like one of those. Um, one thing is not like the other. Right? <laughs> like all these names and AJ Styles. Um, this is AJ taking it easy. This is AJ. Uh, and you know, we all know AJ's banged up a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. AJ is. Uh, what, what? What was the exact injury? I forget. I think I want to say leg or back. Was it sciatic nerve? I think it was a sciatic nerve issue. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that can I'm be... sure you deal with that a lot, Damon, being an, I... an, an elderly gentleman. <laughs> no, I have a rascal scooter, so I, <laughs> I'm perfectly mobile. Um, it, I, I, will, I will say this, that I do sometimes have issues with a sciatic nerve, and, and um, I don't appreciate you mocking my disability. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, it's... Yeah, it, 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 I, do. Have you ever had anything like that? No, never. It's it. You feel it. Knock on wood. Yeah, you feel it. Um, and I get it when I like do, like when I actually do exercise. Like I'll play hockey every once in a while. Like I, I play in a men's league. 
So once a year when you get exercise. <laughs> um, no, it's actually once a week. Thank you. It's uh, I usually throw up afterward because uh, I'm so out of shape. Um, but when I do like nights after I do play, it's like, ugh, my back is fucking killing me. And it's a lot of it has to do with my sciatic nerve and you feel it like numbness in your leg. It hurts so bad. Well, imagine how AJ Styles must feel then. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, if it's, if it's enough to put him out of action and, and enough for him to kind of rest up a little bit, like he was pulled from a couple of ring of honor shows because of this. Um, again, it doesn't seem to be anything serious and there's no indication that he's going to miss any time with new Japan because of this, but it is something to keep an eye out on because, uh, it's, it's a tricky thing. It's a nerve that's that's pinching against you know bone and cartilage, and that's never a good thing. And it's always tricky. You never know what when that's going to you know pop up again. So uh, I think this is an an, an easy peasy match for for AJ Styles. You don't expect much in there, and the rest is just a sea of mediocrity. <laughs> I need to say something about AJ Styles before okay. we move on. And you, you can probably listen to any episode, any past episode of the PuroCast and hear me sing the praises of this guy. But uh, number one, when, when you look at him, he physically, he really does not look that different than what he looked like 10 years ago. This guy is in, no pun intended, phenomenal shape. Yeah, I think he looks better. I think he actually put on a little bit of weight. Yeah, uh, and and right weight. It's not bulky weight, you know. It's not no, uh, it's, very it's lean, lean weight. mass, lean yeah. muscle. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that I, you know, I know how he did that. <laughs> if I could do that, if, he, if I could tell you that, I'd do it myself. Um, but yeah, he's he, look, he's in his prime, Colin. He's he, this is this is uh, taking experience and taking just ring knowledge and taking the the, the hard work that he's put in. He's at the top of his game. Um, I'm, I'm curious as to where this leads him, to be quite frank. Well, we're also going to get to that momentarily. Yeah. But one thing I just wanted to say, I was listening to an AJ Styles interview. I believe it was on Taz's podcast. And he was talking about his workout routine. And did you ever hear of um, burpees, this exercise called burpees? Uh, no. <laughs> yes. Uh, Sorry. What am I going to yeah, do? With yeah. I, I, you know what? I had to do that. My, I had to like, okay, I've got to set up for the burp. Um, yes, I have. Um, I actually, shockingly, I've actually performed a burpee or two in my day. Those yeah, so like you do a push-up and yeah. then you automatically spring up, right? Yeah. So you, yeah. So you kind of, you're in a, the crouch position of the push-up, so your legs are together, like they're up at your chest. You spring them out, you bring them back, and then you're popping up. You're, you're springing up, and you do – guys, do 10 of them, and you're, you're going to be throwing up in your living room. Um, they're not easy, and he does like hundreds of them. <laughs> yeah, and he's 38 years old. He, he, he probably lives in a, a constant state of jet lag. Yeah, yeah, that's another thing too, and I think that goes really um, – it really falls under the radar to a lot of people, man. Jet lag's a mother. And, he, you know, between the travel and just travel in general is just a brutal thing on a body. Um, it really screws up sleep patterns and stuff. So, yeah, and he's, you know, yeah, he, you look at the results. Look at, the, look at you know, he's in England, he's in Japan, he's in the United States, he's off for a little bit, and then he's doing the same thing again. So that, that's, that, that's a, that is a very valid and great point by you, Colin Miller. 
Yeah. So just 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 food for thought there. Think about that, people. Think about you know, thirty eight years old, traveling all over the country, and this guy's doing burpees. Come on, forget about it. <laughs> anyway. All right. Let's move on here to a match that I still say should have been saved for Wrestle Kingdom, but we're gonna see it here next week. Tomohiro Ishii defending the never open weight title against Tomoaki Honma. Damon, okay. These guys had, in my opinion, one, one, one of my top five favorite matches of the year at, uh, what, what was it, New Beginning, I think? Mm. Um, yeah, I'll say yes. I thought that that was an excellent match, and I'm going to put it in my top five favorite New Japan matches of the year. It's up there. It's it's definitely in my top ten. I, um, I, I you know I'm sure we'll do a year end review of matches and such, but it, it's definitely a discussion of uh, New Japan match of the year. Sure. They had another great match at the G1 Climax, which of course saw Honma finally get that big win on a big stage, and here we are at Power Struggle, seeing uh, the rubber match, if you will, and. I, I see this unfolding one way and one way only, and I think you know what way that is. Uh, um, uh, what are I, your thoughts? My thoughts are that they needed something for this show. They really needed something for this show. Um, personally, yeah, I would have liked to have seen that at the Dome played out exactly how you you said it was going to, uh, with, a, with a big... Uh, a, a big win, a big, uh, you know, his first championship belt with a, with uh, beating Ishii. And you know who else thought it was going to play out like that? Who's that? My good buddy, Matt Stryker. Shout out <laughs> to Matt Stryker, everyone. <laughs> well, good. Uh, you're on the same page. Uh, so, yeah, it, it it is a little disappointing that this match is happening here. I think uh, a lot of people would have liked to have seen the the – the never title play out exactly how you had it planned. It is what it is right now. So this match, I think, will be very good. Again, another singles match. I'm looking forward to this match. Uh, of the three matches that we went over so far, two of them I'm, I'm looking forward to. I absolutely am looking forward to, and I think they'll be very, very good matches, bordering on great matches. They have the potential to be. Um, I don't think we see a title change here. I cannot wait until... The referee <laughs> is raising Ishii's hand in victory, and then who do we see? Who do we see come walking through the ropes? But Togi Makabe. Yeah, uh, I, I've said it for three straight shows that I don't want to say it out loud. I don't. I I I, I don't want it again. But guess what? There is a there is a possibility. Now again, Ishi, we're forgetting about Michael Elgin. I was just about to say, you know what would be an infinitely more interesting match for Wrestle Kingdom? Ishii versus Elgin. Yeah, I listen. I, I'm all on board on that. If I can't have Hanma, uh, I would take uh, Michael Elgin. Now, there are a lot of monkey wrenches thrown in, and we'll talk about that in a moment because it really hinges on really one match um, after it's all said and done of how everything else is going to play out for Wrestle Kingdom, but. Uh, this match in particular, I think we're, we're in for a very good match. I don't think we're seeing a title change. I think, uh, I think all, all roads lead to Ishii leaving with the never belt. All roads in life, ladies and gentlemen, lead to Ishii <laughs> versus Makabe. It's really a, a, a metaphor for most things in life, I feel. 
<laughs> just two bulls ramming each other. <laughs> yep. yep. And on that note, let's yep. move on to the next match with Kota Abushi and Hiroshi Tanahashi taking on the team of Sakuraba and Okada. Okay, does this mean we're getting Abushi versus Sakuraba at Wrestle Kingdom? Look, I, I said that before, right? Didn't I? Didn't I say that? Boy, that would be really disappointing if that's the way they went. You did Bushis. say that before. And, Thanks. And, and, yeah, and look at what we got. We got a nice little tag match where both these guys can kind of pair up, get involved with each other, and then on to the Wrestle Kingdom. I don't want to see. I think that's a. I'm sorry. I think it's a gigantic waste for Kota Ibushi. I really do. I think it's a gigantic waste for Kota Ibushi if we're thinking about Ibushi Sakuraba in the dome. That does nothing for me. Nothing. Yeah, that. You know, it's funny. I I, I was watching the latest episode of New Japan on Access TV last night, mm. and of course, it was the five-star Kota Ibushi versus Shinsuke Nakamura match from Wrestle Kingdom Nine, and uh, 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 of course, Mauro Ronaldo and and Josh Barnett just did an amazing job calling that match. But I had to laugh when, at one point, Mauro Ronaldo says, um, and I'm paraphrasing here. I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. Kota Ibushi, who, in, in my opinion, is the future of New <laughs> Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah. I almost <laughs> lost it there when he <laughs> said that. I almost it is, lost it. I felt a little sad. I did feel a little sad knowing what we know now and uh, and uh, where we are with with. Coda. Oh, Mauro, if you <laughs> if you only knew. Yeah, if you only knew. Listen, it's once what again. What am I gonna do to you? Okay, I won't go. On. <laughs> wow, look at you. We have a lot of songs today. Uh, what, what, what more can be said? If if we're in route to a uh, Ibushi Sakuraba match, maybe. Oh, never mind, I'm not even gonna say. It. I was gonna. Maybe they'll do like a Gracie Sakuraba gimmick and. Uh, uh, you know, Ibushi and Sakuraba will go, you know, 90 minutes, you know, <laughs> and they'll just wow. keep fighting and fighting and fighting, and that'll never happen. That's your hot take for that's Wrestle my, Kingdom yeah, 10. That's my hot take, yeah. Uh, that's, a, that's a medium, medium warm take. Um, well, I'm not, and, I don't want to see, Colin, I don't want to see Kota Ibushi and Sakuraba. I don't want to see this. At least we're seeing uh, Ibushi at all. I mean, I'm happy to see him back here on a New Japan card, so it'll be nice to see him, but, you know, who cares? <laughs> yeah, um, but you know this match is obviously a build. I think for well, it's obvious that it's Tanahashi Okada build, but uh, I think it's safe to say that that might be the direction that we're headed in with with the, with a Sakuraba uh, Abushi. So we have that to look forward to. Yes, to look forward to. Anyway, the main event. Of power struggle. Finally, Shinsuke Nakamura defending his IWGP Intercontinental Championship against the machine gun Carl Anderson. Um, I think that this is going to be a good match. However, what what am I trying to say here? We we all know what's going to happen here. Um, we do. It's we, it's just yep. it's it's going to be a good match and nothing more. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know the finish. Here's and here's how you know the finish. One, no one expects even even if what I'm about to say never happened, nobody expects Carl Anderson to beat Shinsuke Nakamura for this belt, right? No, 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 no one. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, Colin, do you know when they're announcing the full lineup for Wrestle Kingdom? Is it going to be at this show? No. When is it going to be? It's going to be November the ninth, if I'm not mistaken. 
November the 9th. Okay, November the 9th. Okay. Which, um, which is a Monday. Right. So they're going to announce this this card uh, on a on you know after power struggle, but they're going to announce this card and I don't know why they do this because in essence we're going to have the finish already known for for Anderson Nakamura, but it also kind of screws up the tag league, right? The the uh, the the tag tournament that's in December because um, when they announce the card and there's people that aren't you know booked for the show. Big names like last year, it was what Goto and uh, Shibata. Right, you know, everybody's like, "Well, where are they?" Oh, well, they're obviously winning the tournament so that they can be in the tag match against Anderson and then and, uh, and uh, Gallows. And look what happened. Yeah, well, right. I mean, they tell you what basically the finish of the of the tournament's going to be. Um, and here's another example of of something like that, like the cat kind of getting out of the of the bag. So the situation is this. Shinsuke Nakamura kind of has an open challenge, right? He has an it's an open it's a, a, a terrible example, but it's kind of like John Cena's US belt thing. It's kind of, but it's not. <laughs> right. But he's basically saying I'm going to take on anybody anywhere anytime uh for the well, anywhere anytime. It's going to be in Tokyo and in uh on the 4th. Uh but anyone anyone in pro wrestling. And he's and he basically has come out and said this in an interview and that, you know, you by doing that, what you're saying is, is I'm keeping the belt, right? Like there's no, there's no suspense here. Well, like, you can look at it like, like this. You can say, oh wow, this Nakamura is really confident that he's going to retain <laughs> right, against because, Carl Anderson because he is, right? And nobody thinks that, and everyone is looking past this. Everyone is looking past this to say, okay. Just like they did last year with Kota Obushi, who did the the run in, you know, after the match, Nakamura gets on the mic, says, "Hey, I need somebody to what did he say? I need a Joker to kind of get my blood boiling yes. or whatever it was." Um, well, here we go. There goes here comes Obushi, back suplex, boom, and there's your blood boiling and and your excitement. We got a match for Wrestle Kingdom, so that's that's what's happening, right? That's what's going to happen. The, the, some somebody's going to come out after Nakamura wins, right? He's building this up already as it, as it, as it's happening because he's and confident. It, <laughs> well, good. I'm glad he is. But you know, if it doesn't happen, you're going to have some disappointed people in Osaka and around the world. Well, you know, all it takes is one gun stun out of nowhere, Damon. That's true. And Carl Anderson could be walking out of there, IWGP Intercontinental Champion. You know what? I like the way you're selling this. I I, I love this. You should be uh, doing color commentary right by side uh, Kevin Kelly. Um, I would love that. I know you would. I know you would. Um, so that the cat's out of the bag. Nakamura is winning this match. I don't think there's any surprise in that. The surprise is is who's going to be that challenge, right? That's where the, the that's where everybody's kind of looking now. I have some we, strong opinions about this, by the way. But go on. Okay, good. I'm glad that you do because, uh, and and we're going to get into this now. I guess. So I guess. I guess power struggles talk is 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 wrapped up. Well, and, we did run down the entire card pretty much. So we did. We did. And so let's talk about this main event. So I think we both agree that Nakamura is winning. Correct. Yes, we both agree that Nakamura is winning, and I think that we both agree that it's going to be a good match. I think correct. I think it's going to be a good match. So here's where it gets interesting, and I think this is where why everybody's tuning in. This challenge that Nakamura says is, is occurring after the match. <laughs> you want some, come get some. Exactly. <laughs> I feel dirty saying that. Um, 
who's going to be the challenger? Now, on the one side, you have what we've been kind of trumpeting for a long time, uh, AJ Styles, right? The leader of the Bullet Club will find his way to ringside to say, hey, you know what? You beat Carl, and Carl's a great hired hand for the, for the um, Bullet Club. You know, he's, he's, a, he's a key member, but you didn't beat the big guy. You didn't beat the leader. That's me. So that's number one. That makes sense, doesn't it? It does make sense. They've kept them apart. They haven't wrestled before. This would be a fresh matchup between arguably the number two guys in the promotion, right? This is a match worthy of the Dome. I think so. And and again, talking about AJ Styles being at his peak, and I think Shinsuke Nakamura is, is, is also at his peak. This is a match that I, I, I'm super excited to see. Again, we haven't seen it before in the Dome, big spot, big belt. We're ready to go. And we've been talking about this for more than a few weeks. Wrestle Kingdom 10, come on. I think it's perfect. doesn't get any bigger. Now, the other side of the coin is this. So I'm going to throw a name out there that some people may know, some people may not know. And there's been a lot of talk on the interwebs about this particular gentleman because he's left all Japan pro wrestling. His name is Go Shizaki. He uh, left all Japan. And, and Go was a guy that, you know, was a big-time Noah guy, went to all Japan, big-time guy there. So he's a top star that left all Japan just recently, a couple weeks ago. And he's made it publicly known that, you know, he's looking for bigger and better things moving forward. Now, Go's been around for a while. He's not one of, he's not, you know, he's, he's been around quite a while. He was in a tag team with Kenta Kobashi, I believe, and Noah, he was, correct? He's trained and he was an understudy of Kenta uh, Kobashi. Um, the thing about Go is this. He is a very, very good pro wrestler bordering on, at, at times, can have great matches. He recently had a match with uh, uh, Dor Doring, uh, the beginning of the year. Joe Doring in all Japan. Check it out. I think it was in January. Great match. Great match. To me, the style that Go wrestles is good, but not as good as maybe an AJ Styles matchup would be. I just think it would be a bit more spectacular than Go and Nakamura. Now, the second thing is this. We've seen this match before. Wrestle Kingdom 10. Well, not, not Wrestle Kingdom. What am I saying? Wrestle Kingdom 10. Uh, 2010 uh, and 2011. So 2010, 2011. Nakamura and Go have wrestled more than once. They wrestled in G1 and went to a, if I'm not mistaken, it went to a time limit draw or no decision. I think it was a time limit draw. 2010 G1. Look it up, kids. Uh, they had a rematch on, on Noah's turf. That was good, good matches. But all these matches were good. They had a tag match at the Dome. They had a singles match at the Dome, right? And this was pre-Charisma era Nakamura, correct? It was. It was, right? And, and honestly, um, I think both guys have improved their game, obviously. You know, I think both guys have gotten better. We've seen it before. I've seen it before. I don't want to see it again. The idea of a fresh never seen before AJ Nakamura match is fantastic. Now, I know I'm kind of feel like I'm all over the place with this, but from a Japanese perspective, and I can't speak on that, to me, I feel, and again, I, I have nothing to back this up. I just 
feel that the prospects of AJ and Nakamura is less exciting than a guy who was the leader of his promotion, All Japan, a, a super big name in Noah, um, taking on arguably the number two guy in New Japan for this belt, right? There's only so much shelf life you have on this because, again, he left the promotion relatively quickly, um, just kind of just said bye. <laughs> you know, I'm leaving. I'm, I'm going on to better things. Um, so I kind of feel like you only have a, a, a limited shelf life on this. You, you kind of have to do this quickly. Could you save Go and Nakamura for, for later? Could he challenge Nakamura if Nakamura beats AJ at the Dome? Could that be the challenge? Could that be him coming out to ringside and saying, hey, you know, now we have a future? Or does this have to be at the Dome? That's the question I pose to not only you, Colin, but to everyone. So there's a lot of things up in the air. You know, AJ's got his uh, Ring of Honor title match uh, challenging Jay Lethal in Philadelphia um, in, in December. So there's a lot of speculation that, you know what? At final a battle, correct? Correct. That AJ wins the belt there and defends it on these Ring of Honor shows in, in the beginning of the year. Are you going to be at that show, Damon? Um, you know what? I don't have tickets yet, but maybe we can go together. That'd be nice. Yeah, possibly. Oh, call it a date. Um, oh, my. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's there's a lot of things in the air, right, between uh, go, between uh, – and, and, yes, I am – I know somebody's going to point out. He keeps saying go because he can't say Shiozaki. <laughs> That's exactly, that's exactly right. Uh, so you have that situation. You have AJ Ring of Honor. So a lot of things up in the air. Of what's going to happen with power struggle? So if anything, I think people are kind of clued into what happens post-match Nakamura-Anderson, where the challenge comes from. Me, I'm saying it's AJ. I'm sticking with AJ. To me, that makes more, I don't want to say more sense, but it just feels that's the way to go. And I think everybody's kind of, coming up with scenarios and fantasy bookings of how Go gets involved here. The thing with Go is that there's only a certain shelf life, I believe, with this, and I think you got to move on this quickly. Um, him leaving and taking advantage of him um, and, and the position that he was in to challenge Nakamura. Um, Colin, I'll leave it to you. I rambled on for a good 10 minutes. Well, let me give you my thoughts on this. Damon, I pray to God that it is not Nakamura versus Shiozaki at the Tokyo Dome. I have zero interest in this match. I don't even know who this guy is. I'll be honest with you. You know, I m m most of my Puturesu uh, consumption has been modern-day New Japan Pro Wrestling, and I'm sure I've seen this guy wrestle in early 2000s Noah back in the day, but really, when it, when it comes down to it, I don't really know who he is. So I have no interest in seeing that match. And, okay, who are the top four guys in New Japan Pro Wrestling right now? Let's go through them, okay? All right. So we've got Hiroshi Tanahashi, ace of the universe, right? Mm -hmm. We've got Kazushika Okada, the Rainmaker, and we have them squaring off for the third time at Wrestle Kingdom in what will uh, many feel will be the, the passing of the torch, so to speak. I'm all in on this match. I think that it is going to be amazing. And that's kind of the culmination of... The culmination of a story that started back at Wrestle Kingdom 7, I would say. Okay. So Okada loses at Wrestle Kingdom 7. He's robbed of his main event spot at Wrestle Kingdom 8 by Tanahashi. 
And then again, once again at Wrestle Kingdom 9, Okada walks out of the dome in tears in defeat. So you have you have a story that is, you know, however many years in the making. So I'm I'm on board there 100%. Okay. Now, your third biggest guy in New Japan Pro Wrestling, Shinsuke Nakamura, a guy that we talked about last week here, has done more than any other wrestler on the New Japan roster, uh, roster as far as um, uh, g- generating outside interest in the product. Agreed. And then, of course, there's the phenomenal AJ Styles, who you know came in in 2014, becomes what the the fifth gaijin to is fifth or sixth to win the iwgp heavyweight championship uh i i would say a pretty big draw for new japan pro wrestling right uh, he's probably better than expected they don't they've done a great job of uh of, of making him an important cog in the wheel um and and he has been responsible for drawing some houses which he he has done yes and this is Wrestle Kingdom 10, the biggest the biggest Wrestle Kingdom of all time, if you will, and you know, the biggest show of the year. Why would you not have your top 4 guys in the company face each other? Why why wouldn't you do that? This is the time. There is no there there isn't going to be another perfect time to do this than right here right now. And okay. uh, right. to right. to right. Again, AJ Styles, he has this number one contender shot for the ROH world title in December against Jay Lethal at final battle. <sighs> I could see him winning the title, and there has been talk of the ROH title being defended at Wrestle Kingdom. <sighs> if that happens, I, 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 I hope that it's a title versus title match with AJ versus Nakamura. I, I really do not. I don't want to see, I don't say I, I, I don't want to see, but to have AJ versus Elgin at Wrestle Kingdom for the ROH world title, I don't know, it just feels so anticlimactic. It feels so uneventful. Um, the, the setup is here. The setup is perfect. The, the guys with the glowing sticks are, are on the runway. They're waving the jet in for it to land. <laughs> and to, to not do that... It 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 defies all logic to me. But again, this is New Japan Pro Wrestling. This is a Japanese professional wrestling promotion, and I don't know. Maybe it would mean more to the Japanese audience to see Nakamura versus Shiozaki. I really cannot answer that question. I can only speak for myself here, living in North America, in Pennsylvania. My interest is in Nakamura versus AJ Styles. That is the match I want to see at Wrestle Kingdom above all. I Listen, well said. And I think that you said something that was very perfect, given your argument and the background that you have coming into this. Is that, yes, you're not Japanese. You're not the Japanese audience. North American, and from a North American eyes, this is the most appealing matchup that you can really ask for. Um, and I think, correct me if I'm wrong, and I don't want to speak for you, but to you, are you would you be more excited for Nakamura Styles than Tanahashi Okada? Absolutely. Okay. All right, and that's fair. That's that's fair. And and, and yeah. that is not to say, by the way, that I'm not excited for Tanahashi versus Okada because I just said I was. I you know I I right. I think that is uh, the perfect. I mean, 
a- end to to this story. I understand. You're you're missing the boat on Goshizaka. Uh, he he's very good. And I have no he, doubt that he is, and I I will go back and check out some of his stuff. Right, uh, and and I, and I wholeheartedly recommend that you do because I think I think there's a lot there. Um, to me personally, would I be more excited for a Styles uh, Nakamura match? Yes, I, I would because only because I've seen it before. I've seen I've, the other option given. I, I've seen before. Now again, years have passed. You know, we have a different Nakamura. Uh, it, it, it's a, it, 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 it is an appealing option to say, hey, you know what? These are two guys, one guy coming from, from, a, from a rival promotion to, 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 to challenge for this belt. I, I like that. Don't get me wrong. I do like that. Let's keep in mind a couple things, too, though. One, this, this show is not on American pay-per-view, right? So we're not, we don't have the, the, um, the need for Jeff Jarrett to run around to every mom and pop radio station talk and, and, and pumping it up on social media and doing these YouTube videos, which were very good, by the way. I'm not knocking it, but they were amazing. Yeah. Well, there's no need for it anymore because it's not going to happen. It's going to be on the network. Now, there might be American broadcast, but there's not going to be, or an English broadcast, but there's not going to be a, a need to have this marquee name match between an American that everybody is familiar with against Shinsuke Nakamura, right? So this show is basically to pop a house, right? They got to they gotta put asses in the Tokyo Dome. To me, you know, I, I, I'm leaning toward Go and, and Nakamura to do that, personally. Wow, so you think that that would bring in... Uh more attendance than Nakamura Styles. I do. I, I, I do. So I Go do. Shiozaki is, in your estimation, more popular than AJ Styles in Japan. I wouldn't say necessarily say more popular, but I just think that given what has transpired, the fact that he has made it known that he wants to he 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 wants this opportunity. Um, he he wants to make this happen in, in this fashion. Um, the speculation of you know who's going to be the opponent. The fact that Nakamura has has basically said that you know I'm winning this match and it's it you know I got an open challenge. You know, kind of weird. You know, kind of kind of leads you to believe that it's going to be someone super special, um, someone out of the out of the ordinary. And I don't want to say that Styles is ordinary because they've never wrestled before, but you know maybe an uh, a new face, so to speak, the the idea of you know the matchups that that, that can create is 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 pretty tantalizing. I'm not going to lie, I, I like I like the idea of seeing that. Um, there are opinions out there that say you know what it 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 shouldn't be. You know, I don't the, the idea of a guy just showing up and getting a title shot is kind of shitty. Um, look again, I, if you want me on the record, on the record, I'm saying it's Styles. Makes sense. It's uh, there's a lot of a lot of speculation and a lot of people, again, connecting the dots um, that I, I hate that phrase, but th- that's what people are doing here. Right. So it, nothing's been official yet. Let me let me let me make sure that's clear to everyone. Nothing's official. But again, there's a lot of people connecting dots and saying, OK, this this kind of makes sense. You, you you can you can see where there's speculation of this happening. 
wouldn't it be something if Funaki came down <laughs> to the ring <laughs> at Power Struggle and he challenged Nakamura? Maybe. I think I would prefer that, actually, over the Shiozaki match. Oh, come on, man. That, 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 yeah, I... I think you got to. I think you you got to watch these matches. You got to watch. You got to. You got to put in some time. You're gonna give me a list, okay? I'll, I'll give you a list. That's what you're gonna do. I got no problem giving you the list. The list is. Sell me on this guy. Get me excited for this match now go, that we're go gonna see the, at go Wrestle Kingdom. Go on the network. You'll you'll see you'll see all this stuff from uh, from 2010 and 2011. There's G1 matches. There's there's dome matches. The guy's not. Listen, you're kind of hand waving the guy, and and there's a reason for that though. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason is because I've been waiting for this Nakamura Styles I know. match. I know, and I think I listen, booked it in my Voices of Wrestling Pick'em tournament. That's how passionate I was no. about this match. But here's the thing: you know that there's people sitting at home saying, "Colin, you're fucking out of your mind." Not in wanting Nakamura and Styles, but you're kind of hand waving the I idea. Of I, I, I'm in business for myself here. <laughs> well, you are. You are. Okay, but go back, watch, and and then I think it's. I know what you really want, and I think that there's our audience and our podcast that we do is much different than say, and I think we draw a little bit of a different audience. I'm sure there's some crossover and there's some bleed over, but it's it's I think it's a different audience than say the voices of wrestling guys, right? Absolutely. So the voices of wrestling guys, listen, they're, if, if they if they are listening to this, and I, I doubt they do, but if they are, um, they're probably pulling their hair out and saying these fucking. How uh, how can you not know who this guy is, and how can you not? I mean, I'm sure that there's a lot of that going on, but but by and large, you know, there's this audience that that is new to the product, and there's this audience that um, has has picked up on this product in recent years that might not have the background. But so, and I'm part of that. Go ahead. Oh, I I, I, I was just saying yeah. I'm part of that, and that's one of the things I think makes this podcast so different than all the others is because on one corner we have you who has been watching New Japan Pro Wrestling and Japanese wrestling in general for oh god you know how many years twenty years Damon over yeah but but I but I can't remember what I did yesterday so, so, <laughs> so even though I did watch a lot of this stuff it's like what are they watching on oh yeah I remember that and then okay. you have me who like you said has has only really uh, gotten passionate about this product in 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 recent years now of course that's not to say that I, I i've only been watching japanese wrestling for that long that's not the case you know i've <laughs> i i've been watching for 10 years but never to the to this level where i'm following the current product so anyway you know that's kind of a a nice contrast there that i think makes this podcast unique it is it is but that does put some of our opinions at somewhat of a, of a disadvantage in the sense that there is a guy that's coming to town, possibly, that you know does have a history with New Japan. They've had matches before, right? And and there's the potential for for it to be co-headlining the Dome. So, you know, don't. I, I know there's going to be a lot of disappointed people, and especially people that listen to this show, if Styles is not in that match. I know there is, and and truth be told, I'll probably be one of those people that might be a bit disappointed because it's a matchup that I never saw before. I think their their styles, pardon the pun, mesh really well, and 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 I, I think it's time for it. I think it's a good spot to have Styles Nakamura. That is a match that could be better than a Bushi Nakamura. Yeah, yeah, it could. 
not I I don't think that's a stretch. And I don't say I, that I with any disrespect either. But I, I don't either. But I think that the, the the possibility on paper is there. I mean, yes, I I would agree. And I don't think that you're going to get that with the second option. Like I don't think that you're going to sniff Abushi Nakamura levels with uh, Go Shizaki. So. And, uh, Let's say that it is Nakamura versus Shiozaki. Where do you see Styles then? Great question. I think uh, I think he's defending Ring of Honor belt against somebody, right? I think. I and think, in in what slot on the card is that going to be then? Well, maybe. I mean, I can't say for sure, but I'm thinking after intermission. Because if it's Nakamura versus AJ Styles, of course that's going to be the co-main event mm-hmm. for yeah. the IC title. Yeah, I mean, that's second from the top, I would think. Um, I don't think the Ring of Honor belt means shit in the Dome, to be honest with you. No, it doesn't. I really don't. Uh, and, 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 and AJ holding it is really there to kind of give to kind of give it a boost, right? And that's no knock on the Ring of Honor title, but I just don't think it's, you know, I don't, I don't think the majority of the people that are going to the Tokyo Dome, uh, you know, consider it, you know, uh, you know. Prestigious. I'm not as prestigious, you know, it's just, and it's just is what it is. I mean, I'm sorry. That's just, you know, I, I don't think anybody's arguing that. But I think AJ holding it and, and defending it at the Dome is going to help it. Uh, but, you know, it's not going to help sell tickets um, to the Dome. So the, if AJ was defending then, I'm sorry for cutting you off, but if he was defending, who who is he going to defend against? Elgin? I guess. I, I, I mean, I would – listen, if I'm booking this out, Colin, it's – Tanahashi Okada, Nakamura Styles, Elgin Ishii, um, Shibata Goto against uh, uh, Gallows Anderson. Nah, I could do without that again. I mean, I, I you know, um, and you know, your 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 junior tag, and, and here's the thing too: it's not on pay per view, so you're not you don't have the time constraints that pay per view brings, right? Again, you only have a certain amount of hours in satellite. This show, you know is a long show to begin with, right? It's going to be five hours. And that's fine. It's, I mean, that, that, that's, that's Wrestle Kingdom for you. And, and last year, it felt, a lot of things felt rushed because, you know, between entrances and, and matches and, and, you know, in the beginning, people were getting in and out. You know, that, that six-man with, uh, what, uh, you know, uh, KES and uh, uh, what? Uh, I just watched it, too, on Access TV. And Marafucci. And, you know, so... That was rushed as hell. I mean, it was that five minutes. Yeah, it, it was exactly five minutes. Right. So, I mean, a lot of things was get in, get your shit in, and get out. Um, they don't necessarily have those time restraints that they that they did last year with having it on pay per view here in the states. So, um, it, where it goes in the card, I don't know. That, that, I mean, but things can have a little bit more time. So, because you're not handcuffed by pay per view. Um, look. Again, this is uh, we spent a, a good amount of time here just speculating. This is all just speculation at this point. And at the end of the day, I still believe it's going to be AJ and Nakamura. I really do. I think they can save, uh, um, you know, options that are that are different than AJ and. St- I think AJ Styles and Nakamura at the Dome is perfect, and I think um, uh, that's that's the match I think most people would be most interested in seeing. I could be wrong. We'll see what the Japanese audience wants and what New Japan thinks the Japanese audience wants. Agreed. And storyline-wise, it makes the most sense because you have Nakamura beat the mouthpiece of the Bullet Club, and then and then you have him go one-on-one with the real leader of the Bullet Club, AJ it, it, Styles. 
It does, but again, the other opposite of the coin is you have a guy who has a history in the past coming back, leaving a rival promotion, challenging Nakamura in this open challenge. Um, that's appealing. You, you can't say that it's not. And I know that your heart's set on AJ, but that's that's an appealing matchup. So they had, do have two vastly different yet still appealing options. Well, if that does happen, there is a silver lining, and that is we're going to get good wrestling no matter what. So you can look at it that way. Yeah, I I, I agree. Um, again, as I said earlier, it, it seems to me that the styles of Styles and Nakamura mesh better. I think you have a better chance of replicating a, an Ibushi Nakamura-type performance. Let's, let's let it play out. That's, that's why we're here. There's one more match that I alluded to earlier that I was going to discuss uh, for Wrestle Kingdom 10 involving Los Ingobernables. And yes. uh, yeah, I see, I don't see the Shibata and Goto team taking on uh, Gallows and Anderson. Here's what I'd like to see. I'll tell you what I would like to see. As far as Gallows and Anderson, I say, man, bring over, okay, I, I either put them against Killer Elite Squad, okay? Mm-hmm. Or bring over the Briscoes, man. I think that would be a good match. I think it'd be good. Um, I don't think we'll see either of those two options. So the winner of the tag league in, in December, that's that's who's challenging for the belts. Um, Briscoes, I don't see that happening. Um, what, there, what was the first option you Killer gave? Elite Squad. I don't even think they're going to be in a tournament. I think there's, unfortunately, I, I I think there's that line in the sand right now, and it's not bleeding over. I I love to see a Noah presence. I would love to see Suzuki uh, f- find his way in the dome defending a belt. Um, I don't think it's going to happen. I would love to see it. You know, what if Suzuki is the one who comes out and challenges Nakamura? I'd fucking love it. That how great would that? I, <laughs> that you know, would be amazing. That, would that be better for you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's would you like that. <laughs> that'd be much better for me. Would you be okay with that? Oh, yeah, I'd be fine with that. Okay, all right. Well, listen, I I would like that too. I would have no problem with that. We're not seeing it. I would I would be okay with that. I, Colin, listen, I'm, and I'm not shitting all over because I want the same thing you want. But I'm uh, I I know what the other option can give us. It's it's a good match. It, I don't think it's. I don't think it's um, – I said it before. I'm, I'm, I'm beating a dead horse. We, we, we get it, Damon. Jesus Christ. What do you think of having Shibata, Goto, and Abushi take on Los Ingobernables? Because that's where I was going earlier. Okay. Um, and I apologize if I'm not saying the, the name of that faction correctly. In Gobernables. In Gobernables. Okay. I mean, I mean, don't, don't go by me. I don't, I'm, I'm going by you. I'm taking that to the bank. In Bibbidi Bloobs. Um, so that, by the way, that's the name of my uh, fantasy hockey team. By the way, really? Yeah. yeah you have out. a fantasy. You, you you do that fantasy stuff? Yeah. What? what? <laughs> no, I just I don't I don't have anything against that. I just think it's kind of funny. Well, you laughed. You laughed. <laughs> you, you, you 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 see? Wow. I mean, literally, I, I could have said, "Yeah, I'm into." Uh, uh, never mind. I'm, I'm, I, you know, I'm in the needlepoint. Uh, Hey, not, nothing wrong with Needlepoint. That's good hey, for the arthritis, I hear. It might be. Uh, what, what's wrong with fantasy sports? No, there's nothing wrong with fantasy sports. I just find it kind of amusing, that's all. <laughs> Why? I, I guess it's there's no more... millions mo- of people that do it. It's no more amusing than uh, I, fa- fantasy booking wrestling matches, I suppose. So Let me tell you something. Back in the day, so we would have a draft, right? At one point, 
we had territories, right? So different parts. This is how geeky we were. So we had different territories. So uh, somebody would have like the Northeast. So everything was NWA, right? So you would have, you know, just like it was in real life where Northeast would be WWF. Somebody had that territory. Somebody had like AWA, that territory. Um, and we had a draft. And we'd be like seven guys. This is, oh, this is almost embarrassing. So we would have a draft. And we would elect one of the seven guys would be the president of the NWA, right? So we would vote on who the world champion was, and we would have them tour. They would do, you know, they would be the champion, and, and it was just like the NWA would be. Um, and we would book out promotions. So what we would do is we would write it out in a notebook, and then we would send what we wrote to other people. And then we, not we would grade it, but we would kind of review it um, and shows, and you'd have to. It was pretty complex kind of thing, and uh, it was it was fun. I um, I feel like a fucking nerd now. <laughs> and you, and you were really getting late. Wow. Literally, I I'm like, oh my god, I'm cringing. I'm like, oh shit. All right, all right, uh, all right. Yeah. What what was this? What okay. was the comment? This all stuff. No, nothing, nothing. Forget about it. Fantasy sports. Yes. yes fantasy so yeah, sports. I have a fantasy hockey team. Uh, Los Ingobernables is the name. How do you feel about that match that I posed to you though? For the kingdom, for the yeah, dome, yeah, for the dome, fine with it. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I'd much rather see uh, a Bushi involved in that team with uh, Shibata and Goto than taking on Sakuraba. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it. I, it's it's mid mid card stuff though, so it's kind of hard to get too thrilled over. But I'm fine with that. Um, so where do you think who? All right, let's do this. Who wins the uh, the well? You know what? Let's hold off on that. I was going to say who wins the tag league, but we have plenty of time for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to be talking about the tag leagues league soon. That starts in uh, December, mid December, I want to say. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, sounds sounds about right. Yeah, we're going to be getting to those <laughs> down the road. They're but... all televised too, by the way. They're all on uh, New Japan World. Every single one of them. All right. I heard. Yeah. Oh, and also, um, hopefully in February, we're going to be seeing those New Japan uh, Ring of Honor joint shows next right. year. And then before that, though, is the Phantasmania. Uh, Fantastica Mania. Do you, do you get excited over no, that? My least I, favorite. It's my least favorite shows of the year. I had to do a review. Uh, I volunteered to do a review on Voices of Wrestling for one of these shows. You volunteered for that? Yeah, because they were in a pinch, and I was like, all right. And I, literally, I was I was between meetings that day, and I was like, all right, I could probably bang out. I'll go watch the show and then um, quickly bang out a review. But there's there is some quirkiness to the, these shows. They're not, and I got blasted by it, you know, because I didn't know. Uh, <sighs> Like they have these time matches. It's, I don't know. It's, uh, whatever. I don't it's, understand the rules of lucha. Uh, it's just not my thing. I just don't like the style, to be quite honest with you. And then, and there's some good matches that come out of it, but it, it, I'm sorry, it is it is without question my the of the calendar year. It's the one thing that I I really don't give a shit about. I really don't. I don't. I don't get excited for it. Yeah, so. I I didn't watch it this year, and I won't be watching it next year. So it, it just, yeah, it does nothing for me. So um. So, you know, I don't know what we're going to do for these shows. We're, we're, going, we're going to watch it and, and sound even less informed than we do now because uh, I don't I don't really watch enough of it to. to I guess we're going to have to watch some of them. Oh, we'll watch it, but it's it's. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to watch it because I have this, and that, that's really the only reason I would watch it. Really, that's the truth. And uh, one more thing I wanted to announce. You know, we we were talking about that. 
October 3rd Rev Pro Show. That is now available on New Japan World. I just noticed that today. Correct. Yes, that is very good news. So if you haven't checked that out, by all means, now that is, what show is that? Do you know? That, uh, the, it, it was the, the Styles Liger main event. Okay. Okay. Good match. Good match. Um, that, so that's a Tanahashi and, uh, Big Damo, Damo? Yes, I believe so. Okay. All right. Good. Um, yeah. So this just, so there's good stuff there. Absolutely. Great. That's, that's fantastic news. Uh, good job from, uh, New Japan there. Yeah, and um, I would love to see them get some of these some of these past uh, joint shows that they've done with Ring of Honor. I know they have a few of the matches on there, like the Briscoes versus Nakamura and Okada has been on there for a while. But man, I'd, I'd love to see them work out a deal where they can get the full shows up. Yeah, I, I think they might be on Ring of Honor though. Those shows might be available through Ring of Honor. Ah, um, you're right. So um, there might be an issue there. But, I mean, it's there. Get, pick it up there. And I think that you get it for like a year when you buy something from Ring of Honor. So it's uh, it'll uh, it'll be there for a year. Um, I got to finish up watching uh, Bola. Um, I thought you said Ebola there for a second. But I got to finish. I, well, listen, the way I was sick last week, I might as well have been Ebola. Um, How's that toe doing, by the way? I know all our listeners are very concerned. Yeah, uh, thank you. And, and, you know, there was a kind young lady who um, – uh, gave me some encouraging words when I tweeted out that uh, my cut had opened back up and uh, it was dire times and I needed thoughts and prayers. Um, so thank you very much. I think her name was, was it Abby, was it? Or? I forget. But, yeah, uh, yes, her name is Abby. And I'll tell you what. What? We, uh, we, have some, we have some foxy chicks following us on Twitter. Oh, my God. What did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> was that the wrong word to have used? I mean, seriously, Colin. No wonder you're not getting laid. <laughs> Oh jeez. Well, um, look. Uh, so thank you for that. That was very kind of you uh, in my time of need. But yeah, the toe is. Uh, I have shoes on today. Let's put it that way. What happened was, I had the blanket on. Right, I had the comforter on, and uh, I was kind of. I fidget around in my seat, as you could probably imagine, with my uh, my uh, conversational style on the microphone. Um, and I'm fidgeting around, and I didn't want the, the the blanket to get caught in the wheel of the the chair. So I kind of moved as you were going on about something, and I, I moved out of the way. And, and as I moved the chair, I don't know how it happened, but the skin between my toenail and my toe got caught in the wheel. And I'm, you're talking, and I'm, I had to cover up the microphone. I, was, I, was, I almost let out like a dog yelp and, uh, because I tugged on my foot. Right to kind of be like, oh, this, uh, I pinched my toe. Oh, let me get it. And I'm I'm pulling, and it's not it's not coming out, Colin. And that I sounds worse than being waterboarded. <laughs> I'm 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 like pull, pulling and pulling and pulling, and it's not coming out. And I was literally going to say, tell you that, Colin, I can't, I can't. We got to stop the show. You got to pause because it's it, and right when I was that thought was in my head. This is like ten seconds at least. By the way, this is like ten seconds of my toe being caught pinched in in this wheel right when i had the thought i was like okay it, it, i finally found a way to to move the chair to have it roll over my toe a little bit more just so i could get it out uh blood blood was everywhere and like when i was like i was not making up the blood part the blood was was everywhere i was going to take a picture of it but it was really gross and i was like eh, i'm not doing that and you finish the show like that. That that that, that, yeah. that just goes to show your your dedication to this podcast. I love Thank it. You. Thank you. And and the fever and everything. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm back. But the problem is, is that just 
the sickness kind of pushed some things back and my schedule has been terrible. And it's, and this is like busy season for me when it comes to like real shoot work and sports work, uh, with NBA and, and NHL and now uh, just everything. So unfortunately with that said, that means that, um, I, I was in contact with Rich Krejci over at Voices of Wrestling, and uh, I decided to say, yeah, you know what? Because what, what, I was getting in these reviews a little bit late for Access TV, so I felt bad, and I was like, look, dude, here's – it's really I'm, – I'm, I'm crushed. I, I can't I, – like these things are coming later and later every week, and uh, so uh, I think uh, the good case low. I don't know him personally, but uh, he seems like a good guy, and, and, and honestly, his articles are very good. So if you were reading these things to, to for my stuff – Unfortunately, uh, I passed the torch on, and uh, but uh, Case has done, done a wonderful job. Read his review this week. He did a great job with the uh, Abushi Nakamura stuff. So definitely check out uh, Voices of Wrestling and, and the Access TV review Case did. Great job, buddy. Well, what do you think, Damon? I think that about wraps up episode number 15. Can you believe it? 15 of the New Japan Purocast. Yeah, this one felt a little rambly. Uh, I, I like to look listen to these. You you text me and you give me the uh, thumbs up that it's up. And I, I usually listen more for audio quality, you know. Um, uh, but then I, then I listen to it all the way through and I make myself laugh like a, like a mental patient. Um, what do you think? This one's a little rambly, right? But well, hey, we we covered everything from Jetsons to facts of life, right? To uh, our my hatred of of, of symphonic uh, metal, yeah. To your hatred of progressive metal, to Goshi Ozaki, right? So we really we went around the horn here very well. Great job by you as always. Uh, I think Damon Pure quotes has plenty of, <laughs> of material. By the way, have you checked out uh, the the photo, the profile photo of Damon Pure quotes? What's it now? Because it was Aki Bono, and I, and I was pissed. Yeah, yes, it is still Aki Bono. Fucker. Look, I'll I'd be thrilled with like out of shape. There is a resemblance there. Oh, you motherfucker! Um, uh, you know, like a like a like a post Muda knee surgery. You know, kind of bloaty, kind of bald, kind of. You know, I'd be happy with that. You know, but you know, I throw out the Aki Bono comment just because I was a little under the weather and a little wheezy and. uh uh, now it's now it's Aki Bono, is it? Yes, it is. Motherfucker. Well, listen, Damon Pure quotes. I need uh, I need a, I need something sexy up there, all right? Something uh, something a little bit more. Uh, I don't know. What can we have up there? What, 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 what? How about the Jetsons? How about Rosie? How about, <laughs> how about Natalie from Facts of Life? <laughs> I was going to say I, Han I Solo, Nat- but <laughs> no, I want Natalie from Facts of Life. Ugh, I hated her. All right, very good. Wrap it up. Let's hear some music. All righty. So, everyone, if <laughs> if you're hanging in there, thank you once again for uh, always joining us here on the PuroCast. Remember, keep those questions, comments, suggestions coming in to our Twitter account. You can follow us on the Twitter at PuroCast. You can like us on Facebook. And uh, remember, if you subscribe to us directly on iTunes, you will get each and every episode delivered directly to the device of your choosing before anyone else does. And, of course, subscribe on the great Voices of Wrestling as well. Uh, You can subscribe to us on their podcast feed, and you can listen to us on VoicesOfWrestling.com. We're also on Stitcher Radio, so many, many ways to listen to the PuroCast. You really have have no excuse not to. Have you ever listened to us on Stitcher? I I, I don't know anybody who has who has Stitcher. Android. Android yes, users? Android users use Stitcher. Um, I, I I've listened I've listened on the actual Stitcher website before to us, but 
What's your podcast catcher of choice? My podcast catcher of choice? You mean, what, what, what do I listen to my podcasts on? Yeah. yeah. What I app? just use the uh, podcasts app on my iPhone. Okay. I, I use uh, Downcast. Okay, that's a popular one. I, I, I just downloaded this new one, RSS Radio. Okay. And uh, right. it's pretty decent. I use that to listen to uh, the Wrestling Observer. So Yeah, me too. All right, Greg, I just thought I'd throw that out there. Oh, and by the way, I do have to get a hold of that guy um, for the uh, year-end awards. We st- we're still doing it. I, I did not uh, I did not hit him up, so I, I promise I will. So uh, expect a, a uh, direct message from me, kind sir, who said that they were going to help us with the year-end poll. All right, thank you. Bye. All righty, that is coming up. So again... Subscribe to us on iTunes. Listen to us on Voices of Wrestling. And uh, we're going to be back here next week to review the November 7th Power Struggle Show. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. <laughs> Again, Damon. Well, I, I, you know, I'm trying to wrap this up. And... No, I'm, I'm sorry, but here's the thing. I'm going to Vegas. Oh, that's right. Damon is going to Vegas. And, yeah. Uh... So I leave Sunday, um, Sunday morning. So... This one might be I don't know I don't know what we're gonna do we have to we have to talk this one out but hey guys if you're in Vegas um I don't know do something on the Twitter or Facebook or something and uh, you know you can buy me a drink yeah if we have any fans in Vegas I mean Damon you should be setting up like a gimmick table at, at one of the casinos somewhere and <laughs> signings like a... yeah yeah Damon sign hey who wouldn't <laughs> want to go to one of them I'm sure many people my wife being one of them um. Look, yeah, if you're in Vegas, by all means, I'll be there uh, all week next week. So uh, the, the show might be a little bit early. It might be a little bit late. I might do one there. Who knows? We'll figure that out. But um, it might not be the usual time. I promise I'll stop talking now. Do I have your permission to wrap this bad boy up? I'm not talking. All right. So this has been episode number 15 of the New Japan Purocast. We shall be back next week sometime. We'll keep you updated on that via social media. But until then... I'm Colin Miller for Damon McDonald. We'll see you guys down the road. There is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today.